Wakey, wakey, Iggy Biggy. Tis the Smart Coast Morning Show, blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. Oh my God, we are all here today. Well, not all here. Uh, we're still missing a couple people. Um, am I on? Oh, okay. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Smodcast Morning Show, Tuesday, West Coast edition. Uh, I am a host on this show, Marty Yu. With me is Steve Kruger. I don't know if you can hear me. And James Franco Jr. And there, that was Steve who said that we yes. couldn't hear him, but we can indeed can hear, hear you. Not that I need to hear me anymore. I've yeah. heard enough of me. I have too. I've had almost 25 years of hearing me. Good morning, everybody. And if you want to join in on the conversation, you can uh, follow us on the on the Twitter, that's at Nooner Dan Marty. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say Tumblr too, because hey. we're also on Tumblr. That's oh, right. Tuesday yeah. mornings, I think, uh, is is what it is. Or is yes, Tuesday's Tuesday morning uh, at the Tumblr with no e in the Tumblr, and then we are also live streaming on UStream. At uh, we're also in North Hollywood. If you're in the area, yes, just, just come, on by. Come, come on by. Come on by. We have we're an in a open sec- door policy. Second door. We're upstairs. Yep. We've Can't got miss some it. coffee. Come just on by. Follow the coffee old <laughs> pot smell, and you'll end up here. Um, no. How's how are you guys doing? Good. <laughs> Great. That's a question. It's a legitimate question, that, question. that does not d- deserve mockery. I can't hear anything in my cones, so I don't. You still can't hear. Yeah. I'm good, though. Aside from the headphone issue, I'm very good. There we go. That's me. Okay. All right. I'm well, back. good morning, PDG. Good morning, Jeff, Tyson, and... Um, Jaco? Uh, Yako. Yako. Is uh, hopefully listening. He had uh, uh, some um, computer problems. And we've got a phone call here. Um, I'm going to put him on speakerphone. Who could um, it be? Who could it be now? Morty Q, how are you? Is that coming? Or I can I, hear it. Yeah, I can it's hear it. Let me plug it in here. Maybe this will be better. This is an excellent rehearsal. Yeah, yes. I'm just doing. <laughs> Are you there, Dan? Can we hear him? Oh, yeah. Are you speaking to me? Yeah. Hi, Dan. Hey. Mentua Gee. How's the show? You are on live right now. Sweet. Hey, it's how's Dan everybody? How, how's uh, the show going? Oh, fantastic. Who's there today? Um... Let's see. There's Steve. There's James. Yep. And oh, look what the cat dragged in. And Emily. Knock, 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 it's Emily. Hi, everybody. Um, so <laughs> Dan, what happened to Twatterson? Bill Twatterson is running late. It looks like, but he'll he stumbles in. Yeah. Look, I bothered to be on time, and I'm all the way in New York City. You're amazing, Dan. Thank you. Just what I wanted to hear. How's everybody out there in the show world? Uh, I'm speaking to the audience right now. Hi, everybody. I could, uh, yeah, tell us something. Give us some info. Give us some meat. Okay, but first, everyone tweet in to at Neuter Dan Marty and let me know how you're doing because I care about you and I haven't heard from some of you in a while. I really want to hear how you're doing. Yeah, well, doing them with both. At Neuter Dan Marty, at Dan Etheridge. I'd love to hear from you. Um, Everything's great. It's beautiful weather in New York. Nothing's better than fall in New York, Marty. You know that, don't you? Well, Paris in the springtime. Oh, well... Yeah, yeah, Paris in the springtime, of course, and Florida in the winter. But New York in the fall is third best. Yes. Um, <laughs> give us some meat, Dan. We no one wants a weather report. We want to hear about you. How is Dan doing? <laughs> you want you want substance? What's going on in the heart of Dan? <laughs> what's what's making me tick? Yes. You know what, Marty? I'm missing some things. I'm having a wonderful time on the Carrie Diaries. We're midway through shooting the season. We premiere on October 25th. 
very excited about that. Cutting the Veronica Mars movie, that's coming together very well. But I am missing L.A. I'm missing you. I'm missing Brett the Vet. I'm missing friends, you know. So I'm excited about the work that we're doing here, but I'm looking forward to coming home. Are you looking forward to seeing um, uh, Waiting for Godot? How did you, you sly dog? Yet You know what? I did pack. Literally every weekend between now and when we wrap the season, I have theater tickets. And one of them is with Mr. Johnny Enbaum, uh, co-creator of Party Down, who's coming out for a theater weekend, and we are seeing Waiting for Godot with Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart. Very excited about that. That's very good. Um, and we're, I'm also – oh, you don't care. No, I do. Also what? No, you're – oh, you don't care. I'm, see, I saw Glass Menagerie with Doc Kinto. And Cherry Jones, it was wonderful. I like I how you said stage to say, "What's that?" I like how you said menagerie instead of menagerie. <laughs> I saw glass menagerie. Well, I'm not going to say menagerie like the wonderful Jennifer Coolidge says it in the Beverly Winwood Presents show at the Groundling, which is awesome. Um, and I stopped backstage afterwards to say hello to them. They were lovely. The show was fantastic. I highly recommend it. Ah, you and Cherry are in tight. No, but she was very nice. Um, <laughs> I also, very exciting, Betty Buckley retweeted a tweet of mine. Uh, her delightful brother is, hey, I'm going to gay out today, and I don't care what you say, Marty. Uh-huh. I don't get laugh in my face. <laughs> hey, if you woke up and saw that Betty Buckley had retweeted one of your tweets, you'd be goddamn happy, too. What was don't the tell t- me you wouldn't crow about it. What was the tweet? Well, her, her delightful brother is directing an episode of The Carrie Diaries. And Betty has opened up in a, in a play here. It's got great reviews. I'm seeing that. And I had uh, shot a picture of her brother on set. And I Instagram slash Facebook slash tweeted it. And uh, Betty favored it and, and uh, retweeted it. So it made my day. Oh. Apparently it made her day, too. Yeah. So I guess you could say I'm the toast of Broadway at the moment. <laughs> well done, Dan. <laughs> your, gay, your gay bona fides are just, yeah, they're shining brightly. But can I plug something? Can I plug something really quick? And of it's course. Not mine. This is your, according to you, this is, is your show, so go on. <laughs> I, I really was just being rhetorical and asking. Um, <laughs> so the, the biggest news that's happening, because this is really turning out to be sort of a theater update from Dan Etheridge, uh, you, know, you know, the bits find themselves sometimes, uh, is on October 6th, friend of our podcast, Marty, and by that I mean mine, John August. His big Broadway musical opens, Big Fish. Really? Uh, yes. I've been, it's in previews right now. It opens on October 6th. Have you and, seen the uh, previews? Dan Jinks produced it. Oh, remember Dan Jinks came on the show, too. He produced it. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so uh, everybody's excited about that. But have you seen the previews? I haven't, because I'm, I'm going open <laughs> because I'm showing opening night, Marty. Silly, silly cat. <laughs> And you'll hang out backstage and toast champagne with the star. We'll see the shows at Delmonico's, and we'll do the town in a whirl, and won't come home until I've kissed a girl. Never going to happen. Never coming home. <laughs> um, who's who's in it, Big Fish? Uh, Norbert Leo Butts, two-time Tony Award winner for Catch Me If You Can and Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Bobby Steggert, and uh, some other people whose names are right on the tip of me tongue. Great. Well, when are you going to come back? That's the most important thing. When are you going to well, grace us with your presence? here I've got great news for you. Uh, I'll be back around Thanksgiving. Excellent. 
for good? <laughs> well, the season stopped shooting around Thanksgiving, so oh, probably I'll be back for good, which means everybody there is out of a job. <laughs> um, oh, it's not even a funny joke. Yeah, was, that was met with uh, just with stares, stares, <laughs> daggers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, Dan, thank you so much for calling in. We love hearing from you, and call in any time, of course, because after all, it is your show. Well, uh, you all are, as always, fine stewards of said show, and uh, I will try to call in every week because right. I've enjoyed today's theater bits. All right, yeah. theater bits from Dan. <laughs> All right, well. Uh, By the way, I think Chris Christie's going to win. Okay. <laughs> Le- least interesting political update ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, you, that took some balls. You're putting yourself on the line there. I know. I know. I'm, I'm, my ass is way out in the wind on this one. All right. Well, um, All right. S- stay safe, have fun, and uh, call in next week. Sounds good. We'll see right, you later, Dan. All right. Bye bye. Hey, Dan Etheridge. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for coming in, Bill and Emily. Um, does this mean because Dan called that you're not already done talking about politics? No, which I'm just about to I start. All right, thought. I'm out. Just about to start. All right. <laughs> so guys- here's the thing. So we've got this. Oh, we've had this really? shooting in Nairobi, right? Oh. And it was called caused by. Uh, uh, wait, don't just like all of a sudden. Uh, just tune out. Nairobi. No, I, so, I have personal problems. I don't give a fuck about Nairobi. Uh, so, anyhow, there was a shooting. Al-Shabaab <laughs> comes in. They mm-hmm. shoot up a mall. Mm-hmm. Take yeah. it over. Yeah. And it just got me thinking. <laughs> no. <laughs> how it relates back to here. How it relates to the theater like in New York. <laughs> because people have made the point that the, you know the, these are Islamic is extremists. And they're driven, you know, that uh, Islam is a is a, a religion that promotes terrorism, which it isn't. You know, there are billion six uh, or so, billion two, billion six uh, Muslims across the the globe, and you know, a couple thousand are are these extremists. You know, couple thousand, well, a few thousand, okay. more than more than a couple thousand. Uh, but these guys are. These ultimately, it's politically motivated. It's not done by religion. They get these people to to commit acts of of uh, of suicide bombing and these or bravery. Uh, right, right. But in the in the name of Islam, uh, with the promise that they're going to heaven in and be with forty virgins, seventy two, seventy two virgins. Why so, seventy two? That's an odd number. I don't I mean, know. It's, it's an even number. But, but one why, thing is, you never hear. It sounds exhausting. You, you never hear about like him. I can't stop them. Al Qaeda number. <laughs> Can you kill us, Mike? Al Qaeda number two <laughs> commits a, a suicide bombing. It's I had one of those this morning, man. It was fucking epic. Are you even listening? I'm not. No, I oh unplugged my, my headphones. What are we going to talk about the Emmys? No, we're not getting there yet. So Wasn't the, it at a mall in Nairobi? Yes. I learned that there's a mall in Nairobi. Yeah. I was a, like, a lot I, of Americans there, a lot of I had no there. idea. I don't know much about Starbucks? that country. Uh, I don't know. Was it the Orange Julius? Was the, <laughs> yeah. There was a Forever 21 no, shooting. Orange Julius untouched, by the way. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, so it's always... They, I hope the Mac store was okay. Okay. <laughs> Just defeat. Listen. Look at the, you can there's, hear the no, defeat in Marty's. There is a reason. For those of you watching live, you there saw is a it, reason can, why it doesn't happen here. Is because we certain shootings happen here. What? Uh, no, no. But mentally ter- ill people shoot. No, the, terrorist groups like they certainly try. They, there's there was not, something a couple years ago about a plane. 
I don't. Yeah. I don't know if any of you remember right. that. No, I mean, I'm talking about there's domestic some sort rape. of uh, memorial for. Re- <sighs> like, um, okay, but I there's a know. reason that it oh, happened. You mean, I think it was this month, actually. Oklahoma City, right? It, right, something like it might that. Might have been that. Yes. Oh, it was a truck full of. That was a. Terrorist. Allow me to make my fucking point. <laughs> Get to it, ho. We have big government can you, can, here. Can you pot him down? Okay. Him so down? right now he's a little hot. My cones, <laughs> uh, cans. I think not cones. Cones. I think it's cans. <laughs> I like cones. That's a euphemism for something. I like cones because it makes me think of ice cream. All right, you guys are fired for five minutes. <laughs> five minutes. Jesus. You have to be paying us to fire us. You get two. No, maybe. I can fire. I've been fired as an intern. Oh. Ooh, I want to hear that story. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Move on. <laughs> What's okay. your point? Get it out. My point out. is, I can't, I can't, no, no. I can't hear him. Oh, Jesus Christ! You, you're, a, you guys are assholes. <laughs> okay, look at. There's a religious movement out here, driven by Christian fundamentalists, who are yes. just as extreme yes. as these uh, these Muslim terrorists, except that there's rule of law that is preventing them from flourishing. And so, do you think that's what it is? Do you think it's actually I, law? I, I think that's part. Of, of, I think it's big government. We have reprisal a, from. No, I think we have a strong government that suppresses it before it can take hold, take root. Like certainly, we've had cases where with like anti-abortionists that like bomb uh, abortion clinics that shoot abortion doctors. These are people who are driven by religion, mm-hmm. but they don't flourish because we have. Uh, a strong education system. We have a strong um, uh, police force. We have we have NSA spying on us. So you're in favor of a suppressive government, not a suppressive government, but a, a government that educates people and allows religious freedom. But our public education system sucks. Pretty lousy, right? Because there is a movement to to suppress it. That's why there's the anti-abortionists are located in places where where schools are don't do very well. Um, and where there's a lot of how freakonomics of you? Yeah, I, I, I'm talking out my ass. Of course, I'm talking out my ass. <laughs> yeah, where's the data to back <laughs> but, this up? No, no. Well, because it deep, happens deep in places, within your colon. It happens in uh, the Tiller shooting happened in Kansas, and Kansas is where they've been trying to push, uh, you know, uh, intelligent design and, and suppress science education. So, uh, and there's a an active movement. On the Tea Party, you know, by these uh, these right wing extremists who want to defund the government, make it less powerful, get rid of the Department of Education, so that they can take hold in the way that these Islamic extremists have taken hold. And that's a very that's a, an incredible reach, but there's something there to it, you know, that they would rather have religion drive uh, and and big business, you know, and just money drive. Uh, the, the world, the society, instead of big government. That's my point. They sound like Satan. Let's go kill them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, burn! Um, so you get a new iPhone? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, uh, as, the, as Ted Cruz is trying to shut down the government, um, keep that in mind that big government is what protects us, what separates us from being Syria or some other uh, uh, weak government place. And good television. Yeah. Oh, and yes, and uh, must see TV. Yeah. <laughs> Which brings us to the Emmys. <laughs> you must be so pleased. I kept. I thought of you the entire time. I didn't actually watch them, but I didn't either. I, I heard I, about. But them. when I read when I read the articles, oh, I because thought, beca- oh, behind Steve. the candelabra, yeah, uh, and my very Douglas happy sweat the Emmys. <laughs> wonderful. Oh, <laughs> Scott, we had a wonderful night. Oh. <laughs> Awards all around. I almost cornered a friend into actually watching that with me over the weekend. The movie or the award the show? Oh, the movie's so good. Thank God. 
Thank God the Emmys slowly are catching on. All hey. the all the dramas were non-network shows. They were AMC, Netflix, yeah. HBO. The comedies are still Big Bang Theory. I've never seen Big Bang Theory. I've never seen a minute Me either. of it. Except it came in there was a there was an article that uh took into account all the reviews of television over the last 20 or 30 years and made a list of the funniest shows ever. According to reviewers. Or the most popular sitcoms? No, not popular. Funniest, according to huh. reviewers. And number one was Seinfeld, and number two was Big Bang Theory. Huh. I don't like Seinfeld. Wow. I think Seinfeld's hysterical, but... I, Seinfeld, um... I don't like shows about annoying people. <laughs> really? Well, why do you come here? <laughs> um, why do you think I'm late all the time? Uh, <laughs> In my um, car crying. By the way... I uh, can't go up! Noah is listening it. for the first time live. Who is? So, Noah! N- Noah! Welcome, Noah. No. Hello, Leo and Yako and Darren and Mike and Scott and um, and Lou and PDG and Peter WG. Uh, good morning. Bill, what good happened morning, to you last Darren. week? Uh, I have been behaving irresponsibly. Okay. Um, we, that's why we asked you here today. I don't quite have the uh, um, we fire you. I used to for, for being on time and, and for dealing with my responsibilities in a professional We love you, manner. but we're worried about you. I'm a little worried about me too. No nonsense. And Emily, what's your excuse? Oh, what is my excuse? I haven't prepared. <laughs> you um, hate men. <laughs> you hate. Oh, that us. was that was the that was the week before. Was that oh. I hated men? Um, no, this the oh no. I have. I have, come back to me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get it. You've oh. been booking so many commercials oh, no. that you've had to take time off work, and you can't afford to keep taking time off work to come in here because that you're such a, a successful one. actress. Well, who has star power? And what are the other reviewer? What the I reviewers? I got say? into I got into another play that rehearses after work, and so I'm working 15 hour days. And usually, Yeesh. if I can just choose to sleep in, I that's will. many. Hours. What's the play? Love's Labor's Lost. Never heard of it. It's so, the sh- it's the um, Shakespeare's it's, most it's alliterative work. The worst. Ah. <laughs> It's widely agreed upon. When anyone does it, everybody goes, "Why?" And so, why are oh, you the doing bad it? Shakespeare? I don't know. And what was the other commercial that you booked? Uh, was it Burlington? No, that was the. You talked the about that one? one already. There was a German tea or a German um, something. No, that was VW. That was a while mm. back. Um, I don't. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, why are you? Um, why do you hate men? Oh, are you having boy problems? No, I'm not having boy problems. I just had a. a I had a this is this is this is this is gonna bring the show right down. But I had a friend who was in a. <laughs> it could get do lower. It. I I'm <laughs> doing my best. So please continue. I had a I had a girlfriend who was who went to a party where she was the only girl, and all the guys started making rape jokes, and she felt extraordinarily uncomfortable and disempowered and victimized, and she was just like texting me the next day, just texting me over and over and over again about how upset she was, and it it just it really tripped me out but i think if i remember because we talked about this briefly i think i actually liked your reaction what made you the most frustrated wasn't the guy's behavior but the fact that at the party she didn't feel like she could say hey guys what the fuck is wrong with you shut up that's rude that's insulting i think that's something that a lot of men aren't aware of talking to you about it not standing up for herself in the moment well that didn't bother me because i know what it is to be surrounded by a bunch of men making jokes that make you uncomfortable and not feeling like you can say anything about it. <laughs> do I do that? No, you don't. Hey! Oh. <laughs> Score points for the limp wristed member. Can you turn of off her mic, please? <laughs> <laughs> what so, is this whore on about? Yeah, I didn't oh. want to come in and, and listen to, to Steve make 
titty jokes all day. Uh, <laughs> you're not alone. There you <laughs> I think we've lost a handful of listeners because of that. No, we have three black listeners. Yeah, but that's it's not just black people who are offended by titty jokes. No, they're they're our numbers are going up in the African American community because of our titty jokes. Yeah, that's right. We have black By the dudes way, love tits. Do we have <laughs> any? No, well, they're not all dudes. Do we have um, a black female listener? And uh, I don't know. Do we have any Asian listeners? If you're Asian, tweet in because no, um, Marty, they're all ashamed of you. I well, that's right. They probably listen with their like head in their hands. So, okay. <laughs> Uh, so what did your friend do at the, so she didn't say nothing, anything? Nothing, nothing, nothing. She just, yeah, she just, she just bore it and then, and then unloaded on me. And I, my, I said, I want to, I want to talk to the guys. Cause I mean, that's something that men aren't, and, and did you men know are they- just not aware. They're just not aware of anything and they just don't care sometimes. And so I thought, you know, it's not, could we say some men? Yeah, sure. Some men. Um, but, and I, and I said, look, I, I'm really feeling strongly compelled not to like chew them out or anything, but Did just you to know make the men aware. Yeah. They were friends of mine. Uh-huh. Uh, just to, just to make Maybe them aware. Your friends are dicks. And, uh, <laughs> Maybe you look, shouldn't be they friends were with in that such instance. dicks. What am I doing here? Maybe it's all your fault. <laughs> this show has not been good for you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and she, and so I was like, I just want to talk to him. I just want him to know what's going on. And she said, no, oh God, please don't. Cause this is also somebody she was going to date. And it just made my skin crawl. Why would you want to date a guy who makes rape jokes? Exactly. Well, the, I, and actually, if you or if you date him, you want him to not do to it. To know that, hey, yeah, not okay. Maybe yeah, let's start this relationship on a foundation of not communicating. Yeah, I know. About I know. things that upset me. On a fundamental By the level. way, the rape joke in this, in the, this is the end was very funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks uh, for no, no, no. Because it was no, no. I mean, the, here's the, the thing uh, about it is that it was not. It wasn't a, a joke celebrating rape or mm-hmm. celebrating the weakness of women. It was how men can be really insensitive. Dense. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. that's what the joke was. And it was a, and I think that ultimately that's what makes a good joke, uh, offensive joke is that it. You take ownership of it. Take ownership of it and that the, the, uh, you take the, uh, the higher ground, and not the higher ground, but it's it's about power. Like who has the power in it? Right. So yeah. it's basic sociology, and I just like to say, guys, if if you're in a room full of men and there's only one woman, just don't make rape jokes. Yeah. Just don't do it. In fact, always wait until air... she goes to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. to deal <laughs> Let's her. rape her on issues. <laughs> oh my god! Just don't don't do it. When in doubt. In fact, there should always be a little doubt. Just don't do it. Have at least three women in the room before you're going to drop a rape joke. <laughs> yeah, because then they could beat you. Beat you. Yeah. <laughs> It's like it's kind of disgusting how like if a white guy is in a room full of black guys, he definitely is not going to make a Any, black joke. Yeah, black he's not going to say shit because he's going to get the shit kicked out. But he is going to start using slang that he's not comfortable with. <laughs> 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 All of a sudden, he's. <laughs> <laughs> I saw he's it last night. my nizzle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so last night I went to a comedy show and uh, there was a, a really funny black guy in the cast and he had friends come out. Um, and one of the white guys in the cast was like trying to get down. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, Wigger. you're a white comedian. Leave it. Wigger. Leave it at home. Oh, it's embarrassing. It's terrible. So, uh, speaking of offensive things, have what are your feelings about GTA Five? Uh, you know, I don't know anything about it. I'm gonna be honest. It's a video game. It sounds like it would Grand offend Theft me. Auto. <laughs> oh, and it's I the know fifth that. in a series. I yeah. loved. I loved the one in Las Vegas and fake Las Vegas. That was fantastic. You played it. You did. Yeah. I did. Real Las Vegas is fake Las Vegas. Let's go. <laughs> Well, in, in three days, it made over a billion dollars. Yeah. Right. Uh, and it's the most expensive video game yet. 
What's the what's the price tag? Oh, 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 it was like to buy or to produce. It was like two hundred and forty million to make. To make wow. like that. And Bill Waterson wasn't in it. I was not in it. His None of that money. His went price to me. tag was too high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, I'm the guy from Lost Planet. You know, it, it's the animation in it is so realistic that when you see people like just beating the shit out of each other, it just makes me think of all these horrible videos of people beating each other up on the on the internet. So on the YouTube's it, on the YouTube's, and that just every twelve year old kid can go out and just do it. A little disturbing, you know. But I don't know, Steve. Do you have kids? Uh, yeah, I have uh, two twelve-year-old twins. We've got to protect them. Chen and Ying are uh, not Chang playing at home. Chen and Ying. Chen and Ang. Chen and Ang. No, Chang. Chang. Yang. Yang. Ang. Ang. Chang. Chang. Ang. Three kids. Wait, that's three now. <laughs> Chang and Ang. Uh, you have Ang. <laughs> it's what are your really kids simple. <laughs> Chang and Ang. Marty yeah. would have total LA kid name like Wyoming, <laughs> Montana, Destiny. Montana. Uh, Skyler, no, Bermuda, Army, uh, Army, Marty would. Fuck, you would name your kid Onomatopoeia or some oh, sort of shit. super smart Yale word. <laughs> Onomatopoeia, please come in. We're having kelp. I, I have. I, I want. I, I wanted to buy it, but I. I don't have eighty dollars. Is it eighty bucks or something like that? Jeez. Yeah. So I played Grand Theft Auto Four, and it was just shameful. I was just like. It was like masturbating to last year's porn. Like, oh, this is, I can't join porn in. Porn gets the better with age. Really? No, no. They, they did not shave back then. That was. That was so cool. I'm assuming there's like more killing prostitutes and, and like shooting up innocents. And- oh, yeah, yeah. Is there a sequence where you can be uh, in a room full of dudes with just one woman and make and rape make jokes? make rape jokes. Yeah. That's exactly. left one, right one, X, X. <laughs> just drop it. Hey. Rape joke. Uh, you can go to the strip club and have uh, be courted by, you know, multiple strippers. I be there's courted. A, there's a torture scene. You can, courting. That, you can do that in real life too. <laughs> so it's very funny if you. There's a video of, uh, of Conan O'Brien playing it in, yeah. on his show, and uh, and then he gets kicked out of the the club because you can touch the the strippers, and if you touch the strippers, the bouncers throw you out. Yeah. So then he gets a helicopter with missiles, and then goes and blows. But up. I love that there are, ru- there are <laughs> rules Wait, in, in this game, world. Yeah. In the fantasy world, you get kicked out for touching a, scr- a stripper. Yeah. Well, in the real world too. And the real world. But I'm saying, except in Canada, I've witnessed. It was hilarious. <laughs> don't don't touch the strippers. Yeah. They do not appreciate that. God. I think there's a scene where you torture someone, which I, I that's what I wanted. To, I don't want to. I've killed people in that and game, I, but I, I want to be able I, to put faces on the person I torture. Yeah, yeah I want to torture them, make them listen to this podcast. Let's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. more fucking news and commentary on the fives with Marty. You, what's your kid's What's your kid's name again? Chen Yang. What there's is wrong with you, Chang? Chang and Ang and Ang. So which three kids? No, Jesus Christ! They're Siamese twins. And yeah. oh, oh, and, oh, oh, and okay, now I get it. <laughs> what is? <laughs> and by the way, your you, accent is so hard to understand. Your right parking now. job was quite Asian this morning. I did it just for comedic effect. Even no one was listening or watching. I was doing a bit with you, <laughs> making you wait for me to park for ten minutes. Ugh. <laughs> Sorry, I learned something about Marty over the weekend. Share. Uh, he... You learned a couple things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have two hours to kill. I'll, 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 this will be the, the amuse-bouche of Martyisms. <laughs> Marty and I went to a restaurant. Is it is it not Szechuan? What region was yeah, it? It was Szechuan. It was Szechuan. Yeah. It was a, a hot new restaurant in the San Gabriel Valley of the Chinese Szechuan region where they use Szechuan peppercorns 
and yes. other extremely spicy um, things in their food, which I recall when I was in Beijing, I had, and your mouth uh, goes numb. That's the Sichuan chili. Sichuan chili. Uh, chi- the chili uh, or the peppercorns. They, they yes. have a, a numbing agent. Yes. I, I ate some when I was in China and about a minute later went, oh, they poisoned us. Like we're going like, <laughs> to my mouth felt like there was an electrical current running through it. <laughs> and Marty ordered uh, four of the spiciest dishes known to, to mankind. Right. One well, of them was boiled in hot sauce. Literally. It was like we're going to confit it, but in spicy oil. And uh, I like spicy food. So I said, sure, let's do it. And, about, and we went all out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, there was no balance in the meal. Everything for super spicy yes. dishes. Wow. Um, so about five minutes in, eating unbelievably spicy, m- mouth-numbing food. And I did warn you. I did warn you that I, was- I had no problem with it. Marty, on the other hand, had no, no, a problem no. with it. I warned you that the problem was going to happen. Oh, you did? I, I said, this I, is not a good date thing because... Oh, I didn't... I thought it was because it was, it was hard to talk. Marty became... A waterfall. <laughs> I have never seen a human being sweat so much. That scene in broadcast news, <laughs> rivulets coming down. Double that and then add 100. I, you're talking about it now and I'm sweating. <laughs> I really think next show we got to get some peppercorns and you get close to that camera. I, I mean, I thought, I really for a second thought, oh, there's a, there's a guy, he's wearing a wig and there's a guy just pumping. Like this is a this is a gag, <laughs> and at some point someone's going, "You're on, you've been fooled," or something and like. I was I on a show. Can't stop eating because it was so good. But I literally and, at one, and it's it's beads running down your face, not just glistening yeah, like yeah. like a woman and, at the gym. It's just puddling on my shirt collar. But some of it actually dripped off your face into your food, <laughs> and you kept eating. And I was like, "Yeah, I see why this isn't a date." And yeah, you had a big <laughs> ring around your neck. You just yeah, sweat yeah. built up, and you, I can't you do going, can, I have your, can I have your napkin? Can I have your napkin? No, no, I just I didn't. I, I asked. I know you didn't ask. You just took, and then yeah. you got up four times <laughs> to get more napkins, and you went no. to the bathroom. Yeah. You had little bits of napkins stuck yep. to your face. Yep. It's, it was, and I was just so self conscious. I, I was like, na- every anytime anybody was laughing in the restaurant, I was like, "Fuck, I can't stop this." <laughs> but I was laughing at me. They're I laughing was, at me, mommy. This restaurant was one hundred percent Asian, except yep. for me. Yep. So I guess it's it was. Were they making 99%. No, I, well, no, I don't speak Mandarin. But the white guy was Raping like, yeah, this is white guy jokes. This is, yeah. the, the white guy was fine with the spicy food, but Marty. I was fine with the spicy food too, except I couldn't, I just, but sweat you, I literally, I was like, we need, can you warm up the defibrillator? Like I thought you were going to have a heart attack. No, I just I needed to keep hydrating. Keep that's all. all. And you're drinking, well, can I get another water? Could, like, I didn't, I it, wasn't miserable. I was just sweating. You looked, I, and I know you were, cause you kept eating and we didn't talk for like an hour. It was actually a perfect. <laughs> lunch with marty but you looked like like uh, a hack scene in a movie where a character is nervous about you know they're gonna cut your legs off and just sweat was coming everywhere it was really amazing i really think we need to see that live here All you have to in do the is studio if, if i watch a video of somebody eating a hot pepper i will start sweating it was like ben stiller and uh Polly or whatever that movie oh yeah was yeah, yeah. He, he had, uh, <laughs> he's the indian food right oh, he's sweating <laughs> i, I am sweating gentlemen, right he's sweating he is now just glistening like a lady at the gym though to be fair <laughs> <laughs> am i glowing yeah <laughs> um uh, congratulations on your browns thank you um i checked out a couple seasons ago but uh yeah, it's exciting <laughs> for the city um, it's funny. There, I was upset by the Trent Richardson trade. A lot of people I know were saying, "All right, that's it. Forget it. Fuck it. I'm done." Um, but uh, if you think about it, they, they they're going all in on getting a franchise quarterback, which is the only way to be successful in a pass friendly league right now. 
Um, I, I don't have a lot of faith in number one in first round draft picks. Uh, there's so many busts. I think it's too, too hard to tell if a quarterback is going to be, I mean, look, Kaepernick's 0 and 3, RG3's 0 and 3. Um, I don't think anybody really believes in the Colts and Andrew Luck, but that's the only way to succeed in the league is to have a franchise quarterback. We can't afford to buy one and people don't like want to be in Cleveland. So it's not like any of the Mannings or Brady's. But I thought. Cleveland is such an amazing, great place. Well, that's that's only true if you've actually been there. Right. Most people haven't. Mm. But I will say it's exciting. The guy who won the game uh, and, and put Minnesota in an 0-3 hole, he's a, he went to St. Ignatius. He's a local boy. He's a Cleveland kid. And he's playing for the Browns and oh, he's living getting the us their first victory. He's living, living the dream. Yeah. Um, did you hear about the, the Cardinals game? They were playing the Saints. And uh, on a punt return... This Rashad Johnson. I didn't hear about this, but it's really exciting to watch you talk about sports because uh, you have to read it off your computer. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, no, Rashad Johnson uh, was. It's not words. It's a series of pictures he's looking at, like he, football player running. Gifs. And, uh, GIFs. Yeah. Uh, hieroglyphics. So, no, he he uh, tackled it, another player uh, during the punt return. That'll happen. He came back to the side and his hand was bleeding. He pulled oh, off his gloves. Yes. And He's missing uh, a piece of his finger. A piece of his finger that what the? Uh, stayed in the glove. Yeah. How did that oh, happen? I did hear about that. And so he had to arrange for surgery, but continued playing the game with a, just a bloody okay. stump on his uh, hand. Tough motherfucker. Okay. In the NFL. I'll buy that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's crazy. Yeah, there's some crazy. So on, on uh, whoa. yeah, there are no, a lot. I don't of want to look at it. <laughs> it's too early, too too early in the morning to look at that. Yeah. How big is the chunk? I knew a guy uh, in college. I, I, don't know. Uh, I think it was just the, the tip. I knew a guy in college. Take it easy. There's only one woman in the room. <laughs> what? No tip jokes, um, <laughs> except that one. Uh, I knew a guy in college, Toby, no stranger to danger, Granger, who broke his leg in a rugby play. Uh, someone had a, a dirty play against him that broke his leg, and he ran the length of the field on his broken leg. To tackle the guy and beat the shit out of him. They're warriors. Oh when my god, on the field. that's insane. They're yeah, like rugby players are crazy. Trojans. Yeah, um, yeah. Ronnie Lott, who who played for the 49ers, he had an injured pinky, and to play in the game, he had it amputated uh, on the field. No, before that. the game, so he could oh. play. So he could play the game. Uh, to which he says, "That's that he, going all in." Yeah, he he regrets making that decision because his piano career is now. Um, Oh, yeah. He tweeted a picture. Uh, oh, I don't want to oh, see it, Marty. Oh, I haven't had breakfast. Uh, and we lost the tip above the... Uh, oh. above Did you see the article the about a guy who uh, OD'd Nothing. on Viagra somewhere in the south of America, somewhere in the the wonderful below the equator? Isn't he you sure it wasn't Florida? No, this is like South, South America. And uh, he OD'd. He took 50 Viagra and had to have his penis amputated. In Colombia. 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 Yeah. Was he just trying to have a lot of sex, or was he just experiment? Was he just bored? Was he trying to kill himself and he picked the wrong He was pills? reportedly right. trying to impress his lover. Gay. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful. Look at that. Oh, it's so big and strong. But why would you have to amputate it? What, isn't just I've never taken that, Viagra. I don't. Really? I don't. I think he, they were just punishing him for his stupidity. Uh, a friend of mine. <laughs> Too much blood probably got in there, and they couldn't. Yeah, well, then have drain it. the it's blood. Burst. Yeah, get some slugs out. It's Colombia. They don't have, like, real medicine, right? <laughs> a urologist friend of mine gave me a, a Viagra, and he said, it's so much fun, and I have not had a chance to use it. Why, why is it so much fun, other uh, than you have an I, erection I, forever? I, I, I don't know. So does Vi- I, I get that Viagra gives you an erection. 
does it prevent you from ejaculating so the erection lasts forever? What's the no, it, it just tweet in with your response to yeah. at Nooner. <laughs> you just keep conversation. Right. Keep just took a nose dive. Hours? No, no, no. I think it just keeps blood flow going. No, that's jizzinol. That may, oh. you, like you want. I want, I want to come like gallons. That's uh, your balls puff up like that guy with a hundred and thirty pound tumor in his ball, and then it just and then. Um. Children come out to play. Is it is it top of the hour <laughs> yet? Can we? No, no, not yet. By the way, yes, Noah did Photoshop. Uh, I don't know what that photo was, but... Um, no, he did what? The photo that you asked for, you requested. Oh, Marty told a wonderful story of his mom, who is now my hero. She's Her stock has, has risen. And uh, she had Marty work at a dry cleaners for a day? For a day. While you, what, were you about nine? Uh, no, no. I was older than that. <laughs> a 30? <laughs> this is last week. I, was, I just needed to pay Why the- do you need work? I find work for you. No, but I wanted to. I, Marty would not produce the photo, so someone made a photo. <laughs> Noah did. Noah did. And I don't. Even, I don't even think that's my face. No, I don't. I don't, yeah, he just found an Asian guy and put it in a photo of someone <laughs> a, doing laundry in the, on the street somewhere in some awful, awful country. Where is it? I, I, I haven't seen. Oh, it. it's on the Twitter. It's on the Twitter. Um, is it today? Um, it was yesterday over the weekend. Oh. Uh, yeah. So thank you, Noah, for. Uh, <laughs> Right. Reinforcing the stereotype. Yeah, thank you for reinforcing stereotypes. <laughs> hey, can I play a, a clip? I just want to uh, absolutely to to. Um, all right, this is was on. Uh, this is Louis C.K. on on Conan. Oh, nice. And this is just we'll talk about this and tweet in your thoughts at Nooner Dan Marty. Some parents really struggle with like all the other kids have the uh, the terrible things. So my kid has to. Yeah, let's let you know. Let your kid go and be a better example to the kids they doesn't just because the other stupid kids have phones doesn't mean that okay well my kid has to be stupid otherwise she'll feel weird right you know i i think these things are toxic i don't think they, especially for kids it's just this thing it's bad and right. they, they don't look at people when they talk to them and they don't build the empathy you know kids are mean and it's because they're trying it out they they look at a kid and they go you're fat and then they see the kid's face scrunch up and they go, ooh, that doesn't feel good to make a person do that. Right. But they, but they got to start with doing the mean thing. But when they write you're fat, then they just go, hmm, that was fun. I like that. <laughs> so, by the way, while that was playing, Bill and Emily were both nose deep in their phones. Uh, which is, uh, I was checking the Twitter stream to interact with our fans, Marty. Mm-hmm. Well, I just, I'm trying to keep the show afloat. Uh, I just think instead it's of just funny. replaying things that happened on better shows. Uh, <laughs> well, good note. Good note. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, that's helpful. Uh, Who's no, this guy? Lu- Louis Cerny. Yeah, it's, I think it's Louis. Louis. Louis Cerny. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, you didn't play the best part though. Unless you want to talk about the kids are mean part. Go, go ahead. Talk about the best part. You like um, the part where he cries? Well, I, I definitely like the part where he and Conan go back and forth on a Springsteen in, impersonation. That's oh, that hilarious. hysterical. But uh, I just, yeah, I like the part where he talks about how sad life is and how it's not a bad thing to accept that, <laughs> right. feel that, and then move on. Right. Versus always trying to shelter it with the distractions that are provided by a smartphone. And I have to say... (laughs) Said by the guy who just looked at his cell phone the whole time. (laughs) I've heard the clip three times. I only hear it again. I know. I was like, Um, this is old news. Come on, Marty. Get some fresh content. But I have to say, like, I obviously I've I've talked a bit about having been hurt recently and, and spiraling a little bit, but I have found myself on my phone, on Twitter, on Facebook, looking 
for something, some sort of inf- looking for someone to tell me it's going to be okay all the time. And I didn't used to be addicted to my phone. I used to put it away for the weekend and not even touch it. Right. I didn't used to post on like you, if you charted my posts on Facebook, there weren't when I was having a lot more fun and and was a lot happier and a lot more comfortable in my skin and excited about what I had going on. I didn't go on Facebook at all. I wasn't posting photos. That's I wasn't. not true. I remember a lot of posts of you of like being like happy posts. And I said, who is who's taking over Bill's Facebook? That was a bomb. <laughs> no, no, no. Honestly, yeah, somebody took over his Chinese hackers. Come on. Yeah. I wasn't posting. I wasn't posting. Let's make him set. happy. I wasn't He's posting so sad. what I was so doing. I wasn't posting photo. photos. I was I was living a life that I was enjoying and I didn't need to report on it. Mm. And now I'm not enjoying my life and I'm desperately trying to report all these things in some sort of hope that it's, I can prove to the world and myself that it's okay. And it's and, annoying that but, like, I actually want to go off Facebook. I want to leave my phone And Louis at home. makes the point, like if you, if you put it aside that you, he says there are happiness antibodies that, that come in and sort of, uh, but that's once you've accepted your sadness, right? So sat in it. Right. Yeah. So uh, I've I'm, sat in a lot of sadness recently. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to take your phone <laughs> and we'll, for the give, happy it, antibodies we'll give your phone back next week. Do what I did. I took a month off of Facebook Mm -hmm. and I am an early adopter. I was on when it was the Facebook because I, um, I was, I was raping a college girl at the time and she got me onto it. I mean, I was dating a Raleigh. No, that is inappropriate. (laughs) No, shame on you, Steve Kruger. Is this on a seven second delay? Can you, can you block that? No. I, I worked. I hope the camera was on Emily's face because that was a priceless reaction. It was pretty great. It's too much. And I, so I've been on Facebook forever and I said, you know what? I'm paraphrasing Louis CK. I I don't need this. This is stupid. Yeah. Uh, it's just pictures of people's ugly kids and their vacation photos and food. I don't, it's not helping my life. And I said, I'm going to for a month, not go on Facebook. And I raced it off of my tablets, my phones and I, nothing. Which uh, Lance Mountain tried to join me, and she got about six hours, and then was back <laughs> on it. Um, Withdrawals. <laughs> yeah. And I went a full month. I went, I'm not looking at Facebook. And now, like, the drug has left my system. I don't go on it, but once in a while. And when I do, I go, uh, ugly kid, ugly kid, Disneyland. Well, Legoland. that's exactly it. Like, it's Facebook has become a different thing uh, in the past you know, three years. No one else do this because I own a lot of Facebook stock and it's doing really well. So everyone else stay on Facebook and make make my investment worthwhile. But <laughs> like, but it, it is like take a month off. Just say for thirty days, I'm yeah. not I'm not going to go on Facebook. It's not actually that interesting. Like I keep thinking, oh well, that's where I learn about like interesting news articles and tidbits. But it's always like the same eight people with the exact same opinion posting the exact same thing. Like there was this article about just you know about how healthcare in America is bullshit, and I I. I thought it was interesting. (laughs) (laughs) And and it was like, okay, well, that was moderately interesting. But it's like, why am I going to repost this? Because every single other person here has seen it. Everybody already agrees with it. It's like there's nothing really being shared here. It's we're all just sort of sitting in the stew of our own opinions. Right. I think it's a a testament to just society in general nowadays. Back in the day, you know, if you wanted to – decompress or detach you go on a sabbatical you go on walkabout you go you know to the himalayas or just somewhere remote now it's i'm gonna stay off of facebook for a month I yeah. fucking, <laughs> that's a sabbatical Find my true zen. it yeah. was surprisingly easy i thought was oh it? i need to be there every day and no, no? It, and twitter i think i would take a month off soon just put your phone away for a month yeah. you, your life will go on you yeah. people will find you if they need to ask you a question and stop listening to podcasts 
<laughs> fucking waste of time. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, oh wait, I mean wait, no. Wait. Yeah, sorry. No, I mean it is funny that 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 Louis clip has gone viral. You know, on Facebook. On, right. on, yeah, and it is the only way I found it. Oh, look at this! And then it's people looking at it on Facebook. That's right. so meta. You found it I, I on your that, yeah. mobile device. Exactly. Lance Mountain loves him. She is a fan of Louis C.K. and she's on his. Uh, F list or whatever people call it. Like if you know when you're in a relationship, you. Oh, I don't right. know if you have this, James. What's that? Someone that you, some celebrity your that you get out of jail free that card? you can fuck and you. Oh, your, your, oh, that your list. Uh, you know what? No, I've never. Look at you. Yeah. You're a virile lover. That you. I, I provide very little <laughs> to my lady, so she's got to fantasize about other people. And she said, "Oh, Louis C.K. I'd fucking blow him in a second. I'm like, all right, you know what? I don't feel threatened by him. That's cool. And mine was, of course, Cheryl Hines for a long time, but yeah. I switched it up over the weekend. I said, all right. Rebel Wilson. Ah. That is she one. the big fat girl? Yeah. Great big fat person. <laughs> yes. Because anyone can pick a super hot model or a beautiful actress, but Rebel Wilson would be a story. Rebel, yeah. it would be. Would, I'd have to would. clear everyone out of the room, and I would be like, "This is going to a two-hour podcast." Because I <laughs> fucked Rebel Wilson last night, and it was awesome. I think she'd be a lot of fun. I think so too. And I've I never agree. had a large girl. Is she? I, I, I feel like in person, she'd probably not be that large. Nah, I like, think I think it's the, just the camera. The camera, ten pounds. Um, Who's your? Uh, oh wait, you don't. We had, a relationship. This question came up last week, and. Do you remember? Well, here's no, my, I don't listen to the I, show. Here's, here's my tactic for the guys out there. If you're uncomfortable with that or you don't want to go through that, when your girl asks, uh, you know, who would it be? And you ask her, oh, well, who would yours be? Like mine, it's she would say, I'm sure, like Mario Lopez or something. And you just be as creepy. Mario Lopez. I don't know. I'm just throwing Random. Because she's yeah. in the 90s. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. That says more about her what? than it does. And Steve, then, Steve yeah. Harvey's not good enough? Yeah, right. Like, what? <laughs> and then just in, back. guys in your creepiest voices go, yeah, that's mine too. <laughs> <laughs> not Lopez. Wait, who I, would I do the other guy from Saved by the Bell, the blonde cute one. Oh, Mark. Whatever. Zach. Someone? Zach. Mark. Mark is his real name. Yeah. Yes. Mark something. He's on Suits? No, he's not on Suits. Zach is his real name. Who's the other guy that made the porn? Screech. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't want Screech. I don't like that. Um, Emily, who would be on yours? Probably somebody English. Like, just name... Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch! (laughs) Oh, I'd fuck that guy. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston, maybe. Not not Bill? I'm not English. Not, Not English enough. Oh. All right. Well, lucky you, England. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> wonderful <laughs> i would fuck matt damon as that character i don't like matt damon but matt damon as scott oh my goodness no, gracious why didn't you watch the emmys they're, yeah. they're boring thank you thank you for they're just boring they're bloated they're unnecessary but isn't that like part of your job if you're in television it's a little like, disappointing yeah, to see how childishly excited people you respect get because they won some fucking award now, the woman from... But you went to the Emmys last year, right? Free drinks. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not stupid. But you went to the technical Emmys, which is like r- truly really boring. boring. Free drinks with people who are actually down to earth and fun to talk to. Fair um, enough. Mario I like Lop- the I like the woman that made the speech that was three sentences long. Yeah. That was, every speech should be... Thanks, and then you go backstage, oh God, and thanks. then you go, and you I can talk for an hour online. Yeah, who, whoever who are like, click. Oh, I want to watch this person. I don't care about this person, but it should be an hour, and it's three hours. Now, do you feel that way about all award shows? Yes, they're yeah. boring. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Self-aggrandizing. Yeah, and any sort of attempts, like the the hosts are trying to perform and do sketches and do song. And they're like, like polishing just, a turd, basically. Yeah, they're just like get trying on with it. Yeah. Oh, but when Neil Patrick Harris does the does the Tonys, come on. Ah, so it is. See, there is some entertainment value. That right? I yeah, the uh, Tonys. Neil Patrick Harris doing the Tonys. I mean, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey doing the Golden Globes. It's yeah. competent. I don't. <laughs> well, I would rather see them be funny. B minus. See me after class. Right. I'd rather just <laughs> ha- have an hour of you know Tina Fey and yeah, just uh, do an hour, and then hey, you want to see their speeches? Go online. I don't care. Like oh, to my mom and this teacher, and I'm like, I've never heard of this costume designer or the show they work on. <laughs> but let's go. Let's Julia get the Mad Men. Dreyfus. Her her speech was very funny. Yes, but that it could all be done on offline. If they, you know, Julia Louis Dreyfus is like a princess. She's a billionaire. Yeah, okay, billionaire. like Dreyfus. Dreyfus. Uh, there's an investment fund. You mean before all the Seinfeld residuals? Yeah. Way before. Yeah, she yeah, does no, not need to work. Yeah, you know, you, you've heard of Dreyfus Investments or whatever. It's a. I haven't. Uh, it's a big, big uh, banking. She's worth a lot of money. Concern outside of show business. Yeah. yeah. So is Martin Short. It's two people I find really? very funny. He and owns they, Canada. It turns out he owns. <laughs> He co-owns Canada. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Leaf Garrett. With Rush. With Rush. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Adams, Rush. And uh, is Robin Williams Canadian? I can't No, he's can't. English. Robin Williams? No, I thought you said Robbie Williams. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 you would have, anybody be bringing you up have Robbie so Williams. much English on the mind. You're like, <laughs> English. time after 1998. That's, that's her first, and when she hears the name, the thing, her first filter is English, not English. Not English, not interested. <laughs> English, let's talk. Robbie Williams. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Who's Robbie Williams? Oh, he's the singer guy. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't take that. Or? I would never I'm say not. Robbie Williams. Some sort of boy that band. Would, I would. I would. It would just. Yeah. It would be only if I was on Wheel of Fortune and that was the ad- the answer. And I would still yeah, say see, Robin Williams because I couldn't say. Lou asked that, that question about the uh, the, the who's list. on your list last week, mm-hmm. and I don't even think we answered it. Did we answer it? Probably not. But it Rebel was a, Wilson. It's a great question because it does. You know, it spurs conversation. Oh, yeah, I did actually. I said Halle Berry people. last time. Oh, that's right. You right said now you'd sleep with anybody. I'd sleep with just about anybody, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it'd be a really long one. <laughs> just yeah. about anybody, Marty. Aww. Uncross those fingers. Maybe if you were English. He's a sweater. He's a sweater. I'm a sweater. <laughs> Do you sweat all over your body or just your face? Because your, your face seemed to be doing a lot of the work. And the face did. Doing <laughs> okay, a lot your of whole work. body, your like, boobs weren't just like lactating no, no, it's sweat. Ju- it's just the face. Yeah. That's something else. It's re- it was amazing. Like, like you could be on TV with that. Yeah. I don't know doing what. But no, I mean there are times when I uh, when I exercise where the sweat just is. You're a sweater. I'm a sweater, okay. but not always. Not always. It's like but one of these food. Ones. Like you weren't you, you weren't on a treadmill eating spicy food. You were just <laughs> sitting there and you were like just gushing out of your face. Yeah. It was amazing. I, yep. And I didn't make fun of you or anything. I just said, don't say anything. Maybe this is like a like a unicorn a riding down a rainbow. This is a one time <laughs> event. Don't fuck it up, Kruger. Don't and say then, anything. And, and then and then when you actually dripped. Sweat into your you, you bowl. Of food. I was didn't you say did, anything. You did say something. I did. Yeah. Well, I didn't want you to eat it because I ate it anyway. <laughs> You're like fuck it. Um, so Steve's only comment about it was, "We're going to talk about this on the podcast." <laughs> <laughs> Beats talking about Syria. Oh, hey, guess. Uh, no, sure, three minutes. No, Lou just... was saying to Emily that um, English guys really are not that great. They are when they're out of their uh, native soil because then they're exotic. When they're not exotic, nothing's great. But when they're exotic, they're fantastic. <laughs> they're fantastic. Have you dated an Englishman? No, no, no. So how do you know they're fantastic? I just I don't know if they're fantastic or not. I just know I'm wildly attracted to them, so I'll make excuses. Are you attracted to them 
Does it start with the accent? No, or is there the a European it's mannerism the sense, yeah. and, and a way they carry themselves? And then you hear the accent, you're like, oh my god, that's it's the, the sensibility. Ribbon on the. They're very. They're the so much more gift. grounded. Yeah, um, and more like so much more mature. In a, in don't a, they seem more. kind of easy to beat up though? Uh, I'm not a very violent person, so mm. I'm not looking for a, a physical challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Brian says you should move to England. Have you thought of that? Yes, I have. I visited London. Actually, Brian said and he up needs with the to glass move to England of all to make things. himself Oh, I see. Emily. Oh. Right. But I do need to move. Yeah, you Brian. just got hit on, buddy. Hey! Internet flirt! <laughs> <laughs> so, since we have like two minutes, I have a, a, an anecdote that will make you all laugh at me. An anecdote? Anecdote. I'm getting over a bit of a cold. we need to hear you say it's again an and again? Anecdote. It's an anecdote? No, it's not. Um... <laughs> Uh, so I ha- we were going to play D&D last night, and yes. I was asking one of my friends if he wanted to play D&D with us, and he said, I can't. I have kung fu. <laughs> <laughs> Did he mean I have kung fu class or... I have kung fu. <laughs> I really don't know. That is, uh, or did he oh say? I have kung fu. I can't like it <laughs> as much as I would enjoy playing Dungeons and Dragons with you guys. I'm up for my my yellow belt, so I can't make it. <laughs> <laughs> and I told them I tell everyone on the podcast, and they love it. Double booked. <laughs> this is the first time I've been double booked. Oh, I, have to, I have to tweet to my mother. <laughs> Which takes us to. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the top of the hour, and you're listening to the Smod Coast Morning Show on the Smodcast Internet Radio Networks. You're welcome. So, Bill, what have you been up to? Um, how? When do you shoot your second day on the. Um... I shot with the. I shot Jersey Boys with Clint Eastwood um, last week. Oh, cool. second day. And how was it? It was a lot of fun. It was a huge scene at the, the Belasco Theater downtown, which I'd never been inside. I don't even know what that is. I love the old theaters. It's next to the Mayan Theater. Uh, and it's one of the few I hadn't been inside. Uh, and it was exciting to see all there was to see in there. The we're, We were on stage uh, in front of you know a ballroom full of people. And in the closest booth to our left is Walken. I don't know if you've seen the show, Jersey Boys. But <laughs> there's a moment when Frankie Valli does, in, in my mother's eyes... Uh, and he sings it to a gangster or for a gangster, and the gangster cries, and somehow that establishes Gangsters some sort of bond. Gangsters do cry. But the gangster, of course, was walking. So we're on stage, and Christopher Walken's only like 20 or 30 yards away. It was a little nerve-wracking, very exciting. Wow. Um, and uh, <laughs> Clint Eastwood, there was a shot where the, the camera pans along the band behind us. So Clint Eastwood is standing like three or four feet behind me, talking to the, the camera crew, and they're all started laughing about how, and walking is out of earshot, but right there. And uh, they start talking about how much they were cracking up because he was sort of over walking it right. uh, <laughs> in, in an earlier scene. And then one by one, the DP, the uh, uh, camera operator, Clint Eastwood, they all start doing a walking impression. Wait, Clint Eastwood is doing a walk-in? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, two, feet, shit. two feet behind me, Clint Eastwood is doing a walk-in. 20 yards to my left is walking. How was and his walk I'm just walk-in? standing there with a bass and like a goofy 50s haircut. I mean, like, this is <laughs> fucked up. Uh, how was his walk-in? It was, it was solid. I mean, it wasn't... It wasn't... Uh, who's it? Kevin Pollack? Kevin Pollack. It wasn't Pollock, Kevin Pollack-esque. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you—if you just walk in the conversation, you'd be like, "Oh, everyone's doing a walk-in." Like it was—it was recognizably walking. Do you have a walk-in? I don't. Wow. That's all I got. Wow. wow. Do tell, you your, a- tell your wow story. Your uh, walk-in wow is a, story. This has actually become an urban legend. Um, oh, you don't think it's I've true? To- well, no, I've told it to other people, and somebody says, "Oh, yeah, that happened. That was my friend." But 
this was actually at Kevin Pollock's house that I first heard this story. So I'm inclined to believe that it might be the origin. Have you guys heard this one about uh, somebody uh, giving Christopher Walken a ride home because he doesn't want to take a cab? And they're walking down the street towards uh, the car. And the guy with the car takes out his key lob and clicks the lights to unlock the car. And the lights go off and makes a little boop, boop. And Christopher Walken goes, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's the story. That uh, has become legend. Apparently, everybody's friend was the guy with the key fob. Unironic Christopher Walken. Wow, yeah, is, not, yeah. is a lot to enjoy. And do you I buy that? Oh, I think that's probably true. Do you have a a, a Walken? That was it. The, 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 <laughs> no, no. The, wow. Oh, that that's the extent. Wow. Wow. I can sometimes when I do Brooklyn, I kind of naturally like uh, walking slip it into slip into Walken. But James, wow. do you have a Walken? I do not. Yeah. Unfortunately, See, low. You've probably got a little man. He'd be damned if some greasy old slope get his hands on his son's birthright. His watch. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I just want to say bad. I want to say greasy yellow slope. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's from Pulp no, Fiction. If you're in yes. a room with only one Asian person, <laughs> let's r- rape yeah. Can- oh. yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you have any currency I can borrow? <laughs> do you have any RMB? Uh, so where were you? Walking. Were you on on the lot yesterday, Warner Brothers? Lot? No, no. Um, Jersey Boys was shooting on the lot, but uh, I uh, we shot on location at the Belasco, right. so I haven't been on the lot. I was up in Indio. Over the weekend, shooting a western. What was that? It was fun. It. Uh, I'm glad I did it. I don't know how fun it was. Um, oh yeah, that's right. You're in the desert. Yeah, it's nice to be out of town, but it, you had a hot. There are certain tub. frustrations. I did have a hot tub. Um, I was spent a lot of time this weekend in a hot tub that the girls didn't get in. Right, it was all dudes. <laughs> uh, this fucking sucks. But um, all soup. <laughs> there, uh, it, it was a western, so we were like we were lost <laughs> in the desert. We were these cowboys looking for gold, lost in the desert. And the costume was long johns, and then like a burlap suit, like burlap pants and a burlap shirt. And I was like, guys, it's 105 degrees. You know they make material that looks like burlap, but isn't. <laughs> you have it's to be careful movie. on set. They will literally kill you. Yeah, yeah. You not- <laughs> really have to take. You really have to protect well, you know, yourself and, at all like, times. The, the Civil War outfits were all wool. You know? I know, but it's and not like, the Civil War. We have technology. No, reenactors we have like, the technology. are very hard. Reenactors are not actors. <laughs> <laughs> the word actors right in there. <laughs> um, but it was fun. And, you know, the, the, I would take off the shirt and, and unbutton the long johns between takes. And uh, the wardrobe guy was like, oh, you've got a problem with your shirt? It's like, no, I don't have a problem with my shirt. I'm just not going to wear it in 105 degree weather in the desert if I'm not on camera. If that's considered having a problem, then yes, I have a problem with the fucking shirt. Uh, what, so what was the project? <laughs> um, it was a USC thesis film. Definitely worth dying for. Right. Yeah, there you go. There was, there was a lot of talent on set, and I, I actually have a lot of faith in the product. But um, it, was, it was a challenge in self-preservation. How do you find these, these uh, student films? Occasionally, very infrequently, if, I'm, if things are slow or if I'm feeling rusty... Uh, I'll go online and use Actors Access or uh-huh. LA Casting. That's actually how I booked Lost Planet 3. Oh. And I'll self-submit myself for something. If it's This one in particular uh, was primarily in Spanish, and I thought that would be an exciting challenge to try to audition. I love doing period stuff, but I also thought it would be a fun so challenge to audition. So you're proactive about your career. Interesting. At times. Hmm. At times. If it's slow, if I'm not getting out, if I haven't acted in a while, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's right, I'm an actor. 
um, I, I will, I'll be more proactive than I not. I should try that sometime. But then you're up in the desert wearing burlap, burlap in 105 degrees. <laughs> like, well, fuck, I don't know that this was such a hot idea. Yeah. Do you ever read, um, uh, I was going to say walking, but it's not walking. It's uh, Charles Grodin's um, biogra- autobiography. Um, it would be so nice if you weren't here. <sighs> it's a, uh, it's a quick and easy read. It's nothing brilliant. I do love Grodin, but it's nothing, it's nothing earth shattering, but, Basically, if the book were to have a theme, it's you have to protect yourself as an actor because no one gives a shit. Like they will just they will ask you to do and put you in situations that are so uncomfortable and and threatening to your health. And it's just you have to to protect protect yourself yourself against burlap (laughs) at all times. (laughs) It kills like you know hundreds of actors every year. Never know when it will strike. But yeah, yeah, if you if you just show up on set, some sort of assumption that you're going to be taken care of. Have you? You're gonna get horse cocked. Have you been horse cocked before? I've been horse cocked. I uh, needed to go to the bathroom and was really hungry. This was in the Yaver shoot, and I was like, you know what? I'm also really tired. I'll go to the uh, craft services cart and get a tea because I'm starting to get really sleepy, and we've got a full day. And at the craft services cart, you know, the PA comes over. Williams, Williams, come, come with me. Okay, sure. And I go with him, and he's like, uh, we get on this, and I get on a boat, and the boat goes out in the German <laughs> Sea for four hours, and I was like. I had to go to the bathroom and I was hungry. Why didn't anyone tell me? And I was stuck on a boat for four fucking hours. You know, like you just, you have to, I actually stuffed, um, and this was from lessons learned doing student films. I stuffed the Yaver costume with granola bars and power bars. Nice. Because we'd be out in the middle of nowhere for hours and hours with no I don't think I've ever seen you without a granola bar somewhere in arm's reach. Lessons learned, man. Yeah. Lessons learned. And did you, you can pee off the side of the boat though, did you? Yeah, it was a number two. Oh. That's all right. That we don't call that peeing. No, no. <laughs> so the lesson, the takeaway is: take care of yourself so you don't get horse cocked. Yes, yeah. Emily, right. uh, have you ever been horse cocked? Don't let anyone in. <laughs> it's usually temperature stuff. Like people care so much about how you look instead of like that we actually wear clothes to protect ourselves that they just don't care. like. I was on a film this month where they wanted me to roll around in the snow. Like the whole day was me Wait, basically rolling this around this month, no, this year. Sorry, oh, okay. this year it was me rolling around in the snow up in Big Bear, and I and I was aware. I was like, "Wait a second! If you're going to have me rolling around in the snow from 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 dawn till dusk, in you know very cold weather, I'm going to be wet and I'm going to freeze to death." And I kept right. telling, I kept going to everybody and being like, "What provisions do we have to keep me from dying? Right. What do, do, we have have do, you have do you have heaters? Do you have multiple you have? costumes so that I can like, change into something dry?" They're like, "We'll take care of it. We'll take care of it." And I was on set and I was like, okay, I need to see what you have. And they had a tent. It wasn't even a tent. It was four poles with a roof and one heater. And I was like, that's not going to keep me alive. And then the best is you've been rolling around in the snow for an hour and a half and you're soaking wet and you come in to use the one mediocre heater and there's like five PAs crowded around around it. it. I'm the one who's soaking wet and not wearing a jacket, guys. (laughs) And I got to the point where I was like, I talked to you guys about this before we even started filming. You have nothing to keep me safe. If I need to go and strip down and stand in front of the heater for an hour and a half, I'm gonna. So you where know? can we see you naked strip rolling down around, in front of the rolling around, the, <laughs> yeah, rolling around the snow? We want to. Gross. Want to see this movie? No. Yeah, oh, it was, they didn't film that part. No. Those are just rehearsals. So did they? Did they get their shit together? No, no. At one point, I got to the point where I couldn't feel my hands. And I just said, I am not going back on until I can feel my body parts again. Because I really, I got, I, you know, if you looked at my hands, they were blue. And right, I right, couldn't right. move them. And I was thinking, it, I don't, I don't, I don't want to lose body parts over this film. And, and so, Steve, have you horse-cocked actors? 
I'm not familiar with that term. I don't. Uh, maybe because I'm not an actor. You mean like screwed over an actor, or just tried you know, to kill them? Tried to kill them. Not I did like- something recently where we, at the last minute, decided to have someone throw a drink in someone's face and put glass in it. No, just it was it was <laughs> wine. Glass. It was, but I didn't put talk tap it to you in there. Talk to the prop people and like alcohol in your eyes hurts. Yeah, it should have been water. It with fucking burns. Water. Like, oh right, I never thought of that. I didn't. Oh well. <laughs> nice. Sorry. Are you? Can you? How many fingers am I holding up? All right, you're good. Let's let's roll it again. <laughs> yeah. No, we didn't do it again. But it's one of those. Oh, that's why there are unions and guys on mm-hmm. set. When you, I've done stunts and stuff, and it's right. It's like, what are we doing? It's a half a day. Like, well, we don't want to kill anybody today. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. I have done. I did do on a sketch show. We on the last night we did it. I replaced uh, the fake whiskey that they were doing shots with with real whiskey, and that's fun. That, but that's different, you know. That that's I mean You did that as a prank? As a prank. As a prank, yes. And nice. yes. And uh, he didn't do it. <laughs> he didn't drink it. Huh. And the funniest bit is he was a recovering alcoholic. Yep. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> oh man. Uh what we can get into the mail sack a little early. Let's dip our hands into the Let's mail sack. Dip into it. Or not. <laughs> Mail sack. Yeah, that was great. All right, the mail sack was surprisingly light this week. So you don't um, say. <laughs> yeah. So well, it'll it'll go quickly. Why but, was it light? Uh, because you guys weren't here. And people, I doubt it has anything to do with us. No, they they were like, oh, well, we don't know if he's going to be there next week, so why should we ask a question? <sighs> so if you do have email, please email us at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. This first one is from Ash Williams. A lot of you guys perform in different venues. Has there ever been a situation where the show was on the brink of not going on? Um, every single currently, one. Currently, I am on one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every every Tuesday morning. That's yeah. how it goes. On the, always a battle. On always the brink. A battle when Marty you. Goes off. Uh, I mean, we had a, a like in back when I do th- did theater, we had a, a rule like if there are more people in the cast than there are in the audience, then you could opt not to go on. We had that oh. on Merlin last week. We did. We looked out in the audience because we have a cast of about 40. <laughs> We looked out oh, into the audience. That's not a very fair rule. Maybe, maybe big. 20 or 30 people. And did you do it? We did. We yeah, did it. Good for you. We always yeah. do like little things, though, where it's like, okay, if this house is small, we're going to amuse ourselves by like saying at least one line, like another actor. We have this one actor who's just the biggest cheese ever. And like his, his we will not have a beardless boy ruling this country is kind of how he delivers all of his lines so we're like everybody William Shatner uh, Jr. everybody tried to have like not Jr. trust me yeah everybody tried to have like one moment where they read a line like him and did he know that yours I um let's hear it uh uh do not oh no uh, what is hateful to you do not to your fellow man (laughs) (laughs) It's probably a really inconsistent bad show, but uh, you guys had fun. Yeah, you moves yourself. Does he know that that people are doing that? No, no, that's funny. No, I've uh, been in bands that played shows to uh, the sound guy and the door guy, and that was it. Yep, yeah. there was literally no one there. 
And it was like, you know, I, I remember the other guys in the band being really bummed. And I was like, this is going to be fun. Like, we, this you can is, do whatever you want. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, first of all, it's great. A show is worth 100 rehearsals. But it's also like, there's no stakes here. Let's just go for it. Yep. I, this one, this one's for us, literally. I heard, uh, so I forget which comic it was, but talking about doing a show, and there was one person there, and then one person was like, "Go ahead, do your show, do your act," and then like the guy starts doing his act, and then halfway through, the uh, the bartender goes, "She laughed." <laughs> nice. Ouch. I yeah, was in a band called sucks. the Tuesday Weld in college, and we had a the club, Babyhead in Providence. It was a great club. Like Uncle Tupelo played there back when they were something. Um, and we were excited. It was a good show. I don't remember who the headliner was. It was a good show for us, but we were really early. We were the first of like five bands. So there were only, and the singers, uh, uh, stepfather and, and, and mother and sister, I think had flown in and surprised him to come to the show. But there, that was about it. There was almost no one there, maybe his girlfriend. And, uh, he's like, thanks guys. We're the Tuesday Weld, and you're our close friends and family. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do, do you ever fuck with people on stage? Like when you do a long show, like Sherlin, uh, like Merlin, where it goes multiple weeks, you know, the, the line, you're not at all nervous about the lines or anything. So you do find ways to amuse yourself, like doing the lines, like some one other person, you know, yeah. it, well, you never try to, you always like, you never try to like actually ruin the show. No, not ruin the show, <laughs> but, everybody, you know, you but like there, you do things to like, you know, to make it like exciting you know sometimes you'll you know mess not mess with people but you'll you'll like cast members or audience members no uh, cast members you play oh, yeah. you play games you try to make people laugh they've and, been you know. running the midsummer what is it called corpsing like corpsing is when you laugh on stage yeah i'm sorry go, <laughs> they've, been, they've been doing a, the midsummer night stream for about 40 years it's my first year but like you know willow who's done it ever since she was 14 or whatever you know they're always pranking each other and <laughs> just making a mess of it like what i don't know i mean they always tell us like oh guys you weren't here during the crazy days the crazy days the crazy but then they won't even give us any details uh, i suspect them now um have you do you do a lot of theater bill i haven't the, i did a lot of improv for a while and when i was doing the vaudeville show i mean the whole goal of the vaudeville show was to fuck with each other it was very it was very uh Reckless, like excitingly reckless. Like, we'd have a structure, but then it was very. We'd always be commenting on what was going. Then on, you would too. throw sacks of flour at each other. Yeah, and then we had a huge <laughs> pie fight. So it was like literally uh, going after each other on stage, which was super fun. I mean, always in in good fun and and being safe. Well, not always being safe, but um, we were also always commenting on everything that was going on, like how how bad a special effect might have been or how right. off a delivery might have been. You know, so it. And that, and we were making each other laugh really hard, and I think the audience too. It was it just had a, a there was an a, sort of a throwback um, vibe mixed with anarchy that um, uh, that was a lot of fun. And right. I've, I've fucked with from when I was in a band, I, I'd fuck with guys in the audience. Uh, James, uh, at the club, do you uh, have yeah. there been ever big cancellations? Th- you've had to do um or, or whatever disasters there was one actually uh one of the more notable ones um back in uh i think it was 2004 or five ish uh john panette who does uh a large statured uh comedian who does a buffet famous buffet joke and right kind of um he uh he was our headliner for the weekend and um I went to pick him up at the hotel and uh, apparently he had, uh, I mean, this is the old news, so hopefully he doesn't get upset that I'm telling the story, but he had fallen off the wagon 
and uh, he basically was like, I'm, I'm not doing the show. Fuck it. Give everyone their money back. This is like 45 or no, an hour before showtime. So I had to get on the phone and start calling comics, you know, alphabetically in, in my phone. I got to the C's and uh, I found a little known, a very, very funny gentleman who was little known at the time. Uh, by the name of Craig Robinson uh-huh. to come out and do it. And uh, he actually uh, stemmed the tide of people wanting their money back. They actually were coming up saying, we don't want a refund. We want to know when this guy's going to be back. And kind of kind of saved it. I kind of, he, he came in, obviously came in clutch, but you know, I, I, oh, that must I'm have been, the one that called him in. So. That must've been an awesome. Oh thing man, it was amazing. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, Steve. What? <laughs> I'm not really a performer, but in college I did stand up, and I remember uh, late one night because you would get a slot at like one thirty. A bunch of Boston college guys started singing the fight song oh, as I was stumbling through hack material. <laughs> oh, nice! Them just in a circle, and they, I it was I just sort of joined them at a certain point. Like, yeah, uh, why am I doing this? Com- comedy <laughs> is fucking horrible. It's so much better with a podcast. There's no one, no one is heckling me. No one's judging, except, for, except for you. Yeah, yeah. shut up. <laughs> and, the, um, and the rest of the internet. But other than that, it's great. No one's singing over your set. Yeah, you can ignore ignore the tweets. Um, the next email is from Chris Brown up in Can Canada, and it's mm-hmm. an audio one. All right, so we'll play. Ooh, it. We get to make fun of his weird accent. Yeah. Hey. Good morning, Murphs. It's Chris here in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, manning the grill and grilling the man, finally throwing (laughs) some audio into the mail sack after months of procrastination. This week I finally got around to framing and hanging a pair of teaser posters for the 2004 remake of The Manchurian Candidate. (laughs) The movie itself was fine, but I have no great affinity for it. But I have always really liked the image of the bleeding political button. Do you have any favorite movie posters, regardless of feelings toward the movie? Cheers, Chris. Ah, thanks. P.S. Oh, oh. The sixth rule of Fight Club <laughs> is no shirts and no shoes. Everyone forgets this like the Third Amendment. <laughs> Good reminder. Nice. But I the, didn't notice a trace of Canadian accent in there. Well, it's I did. Hard. Bummer. Yeah. yeah. Um, you disappoint me, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to your grill, Chris. Be more of a cliche. Yeah. <laughs> Make an effort to fit into my cultural stereotype, would you? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I would I lo- never love a poster if I didn't love the movie. I think, yeah. I, think I love the movie. poster for Logan's Run, and I haven't even seen it. Hmm. That's a great poster. It's and, a great poster. And it's a, you know, as dated as it is, I love Michael that movie. York. Uh, as an English guy, would you sleep with Michael York? I was never really into Michael York. I, I still like the, uh, I find it kind of weird now because... We've we found out what the story was, but when I look back at the original Star Wars poster where Princess Leia is like clutching draped on his, draped leg. On his leg, it's like creepy because <laughs> we now we know they're brother and sister. But you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't I know. I love the Silence of the Lambs poster. Oh one. yeah, uh, butterfly. Yeah, uh, because it 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 still it even even in its marketing, it linked into all of the themes of the color scheme that he used, all the red, white, and blue, all the corruption of the american myth where the i think i talked about this before but the yeah. the hero or the villain is named after a legendary american hero buffalo bill and there's images of american flags all throughout the movie i think one of the final images is when she finally smashes the window and the light comes in it's pouring down on an american flag all the flags strung up in the right, gym right yeah uh, the use of american girl um 
and even in the poster it's it's um it's just red white and blue it's really stark kind of creepy and then you look really close and they're naked bodies that make up the eyes oh yeah the skulls yeah are like naked right. bodies. yeah right, right. that's incredible yeah can't beat that <laughs> See? anything with tom cruise but it's just always him running no, it's just, it's a three quarter of his head. Oh, every, yeah, yeah, yeah. every single movie poster is the <laughs> right. same. Yeah, the th- uh, I just remember the firm is like a three quarter of his face, and then him running. Mission Impossible <laughs> right. is full sideways. Yeah, they just oh, it's a nightmare. I like it's funny because I was in this business tangentially, so I know a lot of movie posters in my head. But I think anything Wes Anderson does, uh, Rushmore is a great movie poster. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a great aesthetic. So it always transfers into the poster. But, you know, Pain and Gain, it's pretty much my favorite movie poster of all time. <laughs> What's the behind the candelabra? Um, there's a poster for it? There's oh, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta get it framed. Oh, you, we've gotta find it. It, it should be a lenticular. I mean, it should definitely. What's a lenticular? Like, when, when you move, it looks like it's watching you or moving with you. <laughs> oh, it's just this big erect dick. It's just <laughs> always wonderful <laughs> across the I, I didn't. I didn't see them promoting it at bus shelters. Two, <laughs> two guys going going to pound town on each other. I didn't. I didn't Oy. see the poster. I'll have to check that out. Oh wait, I've got two new emails that just came in. No, Email you got to get them in before the show starts. Uh, next week. Next week. Save it. No, I do no, no. love all those old Sergio Leone um, Western posters. I love the old paintings. I also yeah. do love the minimalist poster movement. You look online and graphic mm-hmm. artists will take Star Wars and it'll just oh, it'll really just cool. be the Death Star and a little tiny sperm going towards it. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. like they boil the movie down into one. The Annie Hall one, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was just like Woody Allen's glasses. Yes. And one other And Glorious Bastards friends. is the three where Germans do three like this, but the guy does three oh, like this. Cool. And I was like, that's so cool. Mm. Why wasn't that the fucking poster? But uh <laughs> All right. Wait, what? No, I'm going to go into You're the, being tweeted at. These emails. Darren? I don't understand uh, Twitter. So this one's from Darren. It's a quiz. Merps, I saw two kidnapped films in recent days, uh, The Call and Prisoners. Contrary to DJ James's reservations, uh, Halle Berry spends 95% of the film in the call center with her headset on. Oh, she does. Uh, and... Uh, of the two, I enjoyed um, The Call <laughs> because it surprised me more, the twists and prisoners being a lot easier to see. What film has surprised you most uh, from what you thought it would be and to what it turned out to be? That's a... The new, the recent Soderbergh, not the behind the candelabra. I, I knew what that was going to be going into it. But the one before it about the medical business, the uh, yeah, yeah. side effects. Right. right I right. watched it and thought it was going to be... A sort of traffic like, like movie. outbreak. Or, or, no, I thought it was or gonna, contagion. I mean, uh, is that what it was? No, I, I, contagion. I knew what it was. Side right. effects is with uh, Michael Douglas's ex-wife. Right, right. No, and but, I thought it was going to be a, 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 an expose on the drug industry. Right. And the it's, way a, that, it's a, th- it's a, it's a, it's a mystery film, film noir. It's right. a thriller. Yeah. So that totally took me by surprise. Uh, did you like it? I loved it. It was great. Did you see it coming? I did not see it coming. Uh-huh. No, I did, of course. But I thought the movie was going to be something else. But once right, right. something happens, you know, oh, this is not that movie. Right. It was good. Emily? I'm thinking. I'm not. Uh, come back to me. Okay. Bill? Um, James? Uh, what was the question? Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ghostbusters. I thought there, it was going to be scary. There, some of my favorite movies are movies where I didn't know a thing about them. We went, yeah. just went to the right. dollar theater and it's like, what's the next movie playing? And I'd never even heard of it. And I was like, oh, God. That was... Right. So it was all surprises all the time. That's how I discovered... When I rewatched it this week, I was remembering 
Office Space, yeah. which oh, I did yeah. not know anything about. And I went, I went to go see a movie called The Other Sister, The Second Sister. The Other Sister. It's That's about, about the- mentally yeah. challenged <laughs> couples. And the ad campaign was, it was Giovanni, Giovanni Ribisi and the other Scientologist. What's her name? From- Jenna Elfman? No, no the other, the, other, other one. Uh, the- Leah Remy? Keep going. Scroll through them. There's, she's, uh, she's in there. Uh, uh, oh, Juliet oh, Lewis. Juliet. Yeah. Top and Runny. <laughs> she's not a Scientologist, is she? Uh, and the, ad, the, the ad was the, this couple. It's a Gary Marshall movie, and it's, it's this heartwarming tale of two ding-dongs getting together and falling in love, but they're both retarded. Ding-dongs is socially acceptable. I didn't want to say retards. <laughs> These two retards get together, and there's, there was a, the, a, a piece of copy in the ad where Giovanni Ribisi, and he goes full retard. He breaks the cardinal <laughs> acting rule. He goes, who invented sex anyway? Or maybe she says it, and then the punchline is, I think it was Madonna. And I went, I'm going to see that movie this week. <laughs> and I, and I'm, going, I'm going to bring a diaper, and I'm going to pee myself laughing. <laughs> and I got there, and I bought the ticket, and I chickened out. I went, I can't, uh, I can't, because there were ding-dongs going in there uh, to see the movie. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be in like 4D. Way take all yeah. the fun away. Yeah. So I said, let's go see this movie, Office Space. And I lost my mind. I went, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it was so good. But it's, now it's become a cult, you know. Those moments when you have no idea what the movie is and it turns out to be great, those are so hard to come by because of fucking trailers yeah. uh, ruining everything. I was definitely kept off guard by From Dusk Till Dawn. Oh, that's yeah. That's two a, different directors, though. That's a good... Uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, just it kept going in these directions. Just the like, way oh, it God, twisted, I yeah. That. Oh, God, mm-hmm. that, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. I love the first half of I, that movie. You know what? I, I do have one. Uh, we talked about it before when Dan was here, uh, when we are still recording at the Lovitz. Uh, Kinky Boots. Oh, right. Kinky Boots, the movie. Um, I I was like, oh, great. Because I switched it on right when it started. I'm like, okay, drag queens. This is going to be awesome. But it ended up being a really good movie. I really, really enjoyed it. I got two. The first one, uh, I didn't know anything about Midnight in Paris before I went to see it. I didn't know anything. I just knew that it was Woody Allen's Paris movie. So when they started, you know, when shit got crazy, I had I didn't see it coming and it was absolutely magical and nice. it took me a long time to or a while to like catch up and figure out what was going on. And when it did, I was absolutely enchanted. And then um, the first time I saw um, Army of Darkness. <laughs> oh, no, nice. oh, that's a good one. I was, oh, God, I was really movie. expecting, like, I, I remember my brother's friend brought it over and I put up the laptop. So the screen was like covering the TV because I really hate scary movies. And I was like, I'm just going to like absorb myself in my laptop while it's on and I'm not even going to watch it. And then it started to get going. And I was like, this is awesome. awesome. Yeah. I, I, I knew it was, I knew it wasn't going to be a traditional horror, but I did not expect it to be that camp and that silly yeah. and that fun. Yeah. You can do it now by just going to Rotten Tomatoes and just whatever's in the nineties. Cause I will just pick a movie. What was that documentary? I was yammering on about the, the imposter never heard of it. It was like 98 on Rotten Tomatoes. I watch it. It's fantastic. Nice. Yeah. It just sucks you in. And the less you know, the, the less you know, the better. Yes. Yeah. Don't watch the trailer. Don't tweet about it. Just see a movie. <laughs> Don't tweet about it. How does that ruin a movie? I don't know. I agree. Uh, Let's start a movement. Let's start a, like an anti-trailer. Everybody shut up. Just let the reviewers <laughs> say, go see this or don't go see this, and then just go see it if they say so. Um, I don't know if we should believe reviewers. <laughs> yeah. This next email is from uh, Peter W.G., and uh, it says, Merps, I know you've talked about remakes before, but I don't remember if it was with the whole crew altogether. I, I just heard that they're doing an American remake of the Norwegian found footage movie Troll Hunter. What are your thoughts oh, about yeah. remakes, specifically ones that are done within five years of the original? And if you 
if you do importantly oppose them, uh, would you still take part in one uh, if offered? I would do a cigarette commercial with, you know, that... I'm Marty you to killing babies. babies. I'm Marty yeah. you for clubbing baby seals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And here's my check. Yeah. You're a whore. You did a Phoenix University one. Yeah. That's pretty much up there with smoking cigarettes. Oh, I never made the air, though. God oh. damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Remakes. I, re- I abhor remakes. Yeah, I always think it's disappointing. I always think there are so many people who are trying to tell new stories that to just keep funneling rehashes. It's, it's aggravating. It's like, what, what do you have to say? What's your idea? It's just, what do you think? Uh, also, these movies, the originals, are so good. It's like there's nothing to be improved upon. Right. It's like it covering kinda, a Beatles song. It is kind of disappointing <laughs> that in the States, these, these great foreign films groundbreaking, fascinating, original foreign films come out. And it's like, oh, let's make an American version because Americans are too stupid and lazy to read, to subtitles, read subtitles and, yeah. and, and bother to go to an art house film. That's kind of I don't know. Maybe the question is, have you ever seen a remake of a foreign movie that was better than the original? Because I am drawn a blank. Um, what did you think of the uh, Let Them In? Let, well, the, let right the Right One, one in. in? I didn't. I haven't seen No, those. no. Uh, I didn't see the remake. I saw the original. Let Them In is the it. remake, right? There's let them in and let, let the right me one in. in. Is the remake? Let, let me in and yeah. let the right one in. Is the right. original? It was uh, uh, decent. It was uh, it, it. It's not as good as the original, but it's good. Like I went, all right. They went left when they the other one went right, and it 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 honored a lot of the things. But it, it'll never be as good as is that one. I didn't see the Dragon Tattoo remake either. I saw the original. I, I mean, the um, that the, was poop. Did it suck? The, the remake was poop. Wait, of which one? The, the Fincher one. Oh. The original was good. The remake oh, some people was, like the Fincher one. Well, they're stupid and wrong. Right. Uh, <laughs> love Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> love it. I love it. I, I think from the like the Swedish perspective of, of that filmmaker, I mean, there's there's a, the sense of like, okay, I've made this movie, and I can, and it already showed in America. I have the opportunity to make more money and to have my story seen by uh, you know a couple more million more people why w- wouldn't you do that yeah but that's not the question we're being asked we're being asked if they're any good i thought of one that it's gonna oh god i'm gonna make so many enemies when i say this Sweet. i really liked the american office more than the english one really well, they, they yeah. became two different things uh, yeah. the yeah. english office i think is one of the greatest things ever to hit television mm-hmm. but uh and then the other one just came more of a soap opera and- i found the american office insufferable really yeah I didn't and like anybody. Fight, 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 fight. I didn't like anybody. I didn't believe anybody. I thought it was all, they were all mugging. Oh, Whereas okay. in the English one, the first time I saw it was in England, and I thought, what is this strange documentary I've stumbled upon? Right, because you, you had a wonderful introduction to it. Mm-hmm. I think that counts for a lot. I like when they remake a movie I've never heard of. Like, well, I think like, that's the, like, the, like The Thing. I'd never heard of the original The Thing. Really? Like oh, that was one of my favorites. Yeah, from the fifties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I black know. and white one. Yeah, I loved it as a kid. Well, I heard of the. I was nine when it came out. I, They've I, remade I, that twice now, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. John yeah. Carpenter's the thing, and then, the, then the John the, Carpenter's thing is better than the black and white one. The Harold Hawks one, very or different I'm not, uh, movie. Howard Hawks. Howard Hawks. Yeah, it's a very it's different great. movie. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a different movie. One's much of a, a gross out, and the other is more of a tense thriller. Mm. Um. And the fly certainly was, but those, those are not foreign. I like remakes. Django and Chain was a good remake of Inglorious Bastards. I thought it was pretty. pretty good. <laughs> what are you talking? Inglorious Bastards is so much better. That's what I'm saying. It was a good. It was a pretty good remake of the same. Oh, we're just gonna. It's where it's. He said black. He wrote Jew, and then <laughs> revenge. Go. Um, so wait, has anybody been watching Derek? 
I haven't seen it. I watched the first one, and it's it's really hard to watch, uh, you know, because he's making this uh, mentally challenged character like spout sort of witticisms, not witticisms, but sort of like wisdom. wisdom. Yeah. And I just they I'm, can do that though. They, I, are, I, they, they can. Are, they are but amazing. I don't want like Madonna did invite invent sex. Right. I don't want. Yeah. It's. It, I. I hate that. Actually, I hate that. Not that they can't do it, but that they're the wisest person in the whole show. You hate the Shakespearean wise fool. I hate the wise fool. So you hate King Lear. I hate King Lear. All right. I love Ron. Uh, the great <laughs> remake of a uh, foreign remake of a you know a, an English product. Uh, Scarface know. is better than the original. Well, we, he was uh, talking about foreign ones, but I, I don't know. I don't blame them for e- existing. Uh, the remakes because like I thought you were going to say retards uh, (laughs) Um, but anyhow what did you think of Derek I felt it was a little like uh, Ricky Gervais how do you feel about American retard versions (laughs) of English people (laughs) aren't all English people retarded anyway as they sort of talk that way (laughs) it's an island island gene pool it gets corrupted dare you don't listen to him Lou um (laughs) you fucking retard Oh, 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 like that has any merit in truth or? or oh, how could you possibly There's one woman in this room. <laughs> what? You said it'd make a raping a retard joke. Go on. Yeah, that is your one saving grace, yeah. Bill. But we still got twenty minutes. <laughs> Go on, Emily. Um, I feel like Ricky Gervais is a master at sort of making you feel what he wants you to feel. Like, like. I've never been so awkward as when I was watching Extras or The Office. Like It's painful. It's so excruciatingly painful, but he does it sort of perfectly. And I feel like he chose to do that with uh, with Derek, but instead of awkwardness, he chose like a sentimentality. And it just sort of, every episode sort of just feels like a, a contrived um, manipulation to like make you cry. And it, it just didn't feel very deep. Like there were two episodes that had the exact same story of the care worker coming in who didn't want to be there, but then, Oh, they interacted with the old people and now they respect them. It was like the exact same story twice. And I just felt, it just felt a little thin and a bit trite. Yeah. That was my sense of it, but you know, I mean, and not funny. Like Carl Pilkington is in it, and he's amazing. Yeah. Oh, and this is another thing. He's such a good actor in that show. Like when everybody's like, "Oh, Carl Pilkington's right, an actor." Right. Carl, I was like, "No, no, no, he's a real guy." But he's so good in that show, it did cast uh, doubts. <laughs> well, I think he's self-aware. Like I think he understands why why he's funny, why people like him. Hmm. But I don't, I don't know how much he plays it up. Have you Have you seen uh, an idiot abroad? Yeah. Um, He's a new travel show that's starting this week too. I think. Oh, cool! Um, but like in, in *Idiot Abroad*, you you get to see him like just uh, there's a, there's purity to him. I think. I think yeah. he and I, I don't think it's an act, but yeah. I love *An Idiot Abroad*. Um, yeah, me too. But so it's a travel show out there. Yeah. Uh, have you guys seen it? No. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, I mean, yeah. do you do you like it? I love it. Yeah, I, love it. I mean, basically they. Put Carl Pilkington in the worst situation. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, you said, that you wanted, you know, they in the second series, they it's like they have a wish list, a bucket list, right? And then <laughs> so instead of swimming with dolphins, they put him in a, a shark sharks. cage, <laughs> and, uh, and then they just make him just Suffer. miserable. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's great because uh, he's not ever really well. I guess maybe a couple times he's suffering, but uh, he just has a very low tolerance for discomfort, right? <laughs> That's exactly yeah. it, yeah. Uh, and he's very open about, yeah. When he, they try to make him go bungee jumping, 
he's like, they're filming him and he lies and said, Oh yeah, it went great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. filming him. Like, there's no way <laughs> that they don't know that it's him. Like, his plan was to have one of the producers bungee jump <laughs> in his place. That's right. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, that's really great. Um, yeah, so, oh, uh, what about The Magnificent Seven? That's a remake no. of Seven Samurai. Oh, Seven Samurai? Oh, yeah. Not even. No, no. I Seven do Samurai love blows the Magnificent Seven. Water. I see them as two very different movies. Yeah. I do love The Magnificent Seven. Uh, I just lo- I love that era when you know masculinity you just love was. Cowboys. I do love cowboys. Yeah. I love uh, westerns. I love the era when masculinity was defined by guys like Yul Brenner and James Coburn and Steve McQueen and Charles Bronson yeah. and not Channing fucking Tatum. Yeah, uh, he I may like, be a great actor. I don't know. It's just it's, it's I like Channing Tatum. It's just a like it's a high school jock version of masculinity that has that I don't relate to. But he has a sense of humor about himself. He did that stripper movie that. You know, yeah. Like I, th- I think I'd still rather watch Lee Marvin e- or James Coburn or Lee Van Cleef. Uh, what about um, the little uh, English guy, Benedict Cumberbatch? No, the, the Carl Pilkington, the little ball, the other little bald one, Darren um, Husted. <laughs> I'm just naming English people. Why are you guys taking this like I'm attacking our listeners? Good, because you're. Atta- I have a full head of hair. <laughs> I, would, I would like you to know, uh, Jason Satham. Oh, oh, I like him. He's at the Lee yeah. Marvin cut. Uh, yeah, he's a little thicker, but I, I like the I like the lanky guys with darkness in their eyes. The ones that look like Bill. Yeah, <laughs> people that I can actually relate to. <laughs> You're just wondering why aren't I the new Lee Marvin? No, it's more like why weren't why wasn't I born uh, 50 years ago? There, there you go. Uh, so that's or at all. And I think, of Aww. course, uh, PD's uh, PDG's other part of the question is: Would we you? Act in any of these remakes? Absolutely. Yeah, that's our job. I need a gig, man. Yeah. Shit. I'm a little bummed out about this. Opinionated until the phone rings, and then exactly. What am I doing? Remake a troll hunter? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I got to a point in my career where I was able to be a lot more picky, and I wasn't like, well, how am I going to make rent? Of course, I would. I would. I anticipate being able to choose, being you know, being being a little more discerning, but I'm. Shit, if I'm I have power, I look at foreign shit and be like, that's a great movie. I want to play that character. Remake it. Yeah, nobody <laughs> nobody knows who the hell I am. I need I need yeah. to work. I'm Troll Hunter was good too, if you haven't seen it. It was very enjoyable as a found footage horror movie. Nice. I'm dreading horror. old boy. That's the have, did you guys yes. ever see the original? Oh. Did you see Old Boy? Mm-mm. No, I've just heard no. about it. Oh, you must see Old Boy. Yeah, it's really a great it's movie. It's like it's one of like the most violent films ever made though, isn't it? Uh, it's not no. I mean, it, there are a couple violent scenes, it's but, it's, but barely, it's not like barely gory. Violent. But I also heard that it's one that you should go into not knowing anything. Yeah, you should not. There's go a big in. secret, and it is no, no. I don't but know yes, anything about Spike it. Spike Lee's going to fuck it up. I'm an ideal candidate because <laughs> I don't know anything about it. Yeah, yes. you guys should see it. Should watch it. Oh, it's a, it's a we'll cr- watch it. it's we'll a Korean it. movie in a hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. But it's I understand because it's Korean and it is it's another language and another culture and I'm sure they'll change some things for America but like for Ehemplo dumplings U- Utopia is an English show, fantastic show. I can understand what people are saying cuz they speak English. They yeah. just have accents. I don't know why HBO needs to remake it with Americans. Like I don't that I don't get. Why don't just why don't you just Air it. Air it. It's yeah. already done. I know. I know there's no money in, there's no money in airing it. N- nobody knows that show. Like, I, I always bring it up and people are just. Well, like, you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. I, I give you credit. <laughs> I give you credit. I say, Steve, turn me on to it. 
and mm. it's just no just say show. the first part i don't want to <laughs> that, i like that steve turned me on mm. say it in matt damon's voice from Behind so the old boy is being uh, remade <laughs> by uh spike yeah, he doesn't have a voice it's it's liberace had the you turned me on, casting, baby boy. I was casting you as Liberace, Steve. I, I want to be. I want to yeah, be Matt Damon. Oh, I see. I'm <laughs> Scott. He wants to be the bottom. No, Scott was the top. Oh, he was the top. If I had to choose, I would probably be a top. I don't All know right, if I could be a go. bottom. I don't know if I have that kind of muscle control. Yeah. <laughs> so Spike Lee is redoing Old Boy with Elizabeth Olsen, who I think is great. Samuel Jackson, Josh so Brolin, Samuel Jackson. Um, re- he has to keep working though, so he doesn't fall off the wagon. Do you do you not like him? I I I used to. I just it's he's just got the one thing, and they keep putting him in everything. Like he's he's a Jedi. No, he's still Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, he's uh, it's eighteen forties. He's no, he's still Samuel L. Yeah. Jackson. Loud black guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's not a lot of subtlety. <laughs> there, there aren't there aren't, there aren't uh, different. Well, when I when I think subtlety, I think Spike Lee. <laughs> yeah right. Ugh. I was gonna say, is there gonna be a segment in the movie where they just stop and they all go black on black crime? <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Wake up! At least like, he stopped doing that floating on the sidewalk thing that drives oh, me geez. crazy. Yeah, that, he he is a pain in the ass. I took his class in school, and he is a fucking fraud. Yeah, it was annoying. How if you if you dislike Spike Lee at all, definitely watch the HBO documentary on Reggie Miller. <laughs> Sticking it to him. Uh, oh, in that amazing Pacers comeback courtside at, at the Knicks. Yeah, where he nice. literally does the choking sign uh, at Spike Lee. It's like, you fucking choke. <laughs> it's incredible to nice. watch. Uh, has anyone seen the Marvel one shots? They did like four short films. I haven't. No. There, I, I just no. No. <laughs> wow. I haven't seen. What that. is going on? Uh, yeah, they did four um, four little shorts that are based on that are based in the Marvel universe. Um, a couple with uh, Clark Gregg as Coulson, and um, there and the third one with Lizzie Kaplan. Oh, I love her. He's, she's been a guest I mean, on. Oh, she loves me. She's a guest. Been a guest on Nooner. Um, Any with Rebel Wilson? No, no. <laughs> and then the fourth one takes place in the Captain America um, time. Shit, what is it period. called? Uh, Marvel one shots, and uh, they're really they're neat. I mean, they're short, so like like five to twelve minutes. I love how James is. There are more computers in front of us and more iPhones in James is writing. Uh, I'm it down writing it pen. down. Writing it down. I, I, I applaud you. I love that. I applaud you, Franco. Yes. Yeah, James is multimedia. Yes, he's offline. But, uh, I would recommend them. They're I'm, fun. I'm etching it into wood with <laughs> with one of those birdie things. <laughs> yeah, and I'm doing a Sanskrit tattoo, self tattoo on the inside of my own. Oh, so in closing, we should just talk about the the new fall season. Have you guys been watching any? Oh, of it? Closing. I had a question for our listeners. Oh, go ahead. Ask a question. Uh, I'm now. Uh, I'm I'm reading books to um, kindergartners, five and six year olds. Uh, once a week and i'm wondering if there are books from your childhood or books that you're reading to your kids now uh in that in that age range five to six super simple stuff pictures particularly silly stuff because they they love goofy voices and sound effects uh any books you can recommend because uh i haven't uh beowulf beowulf's a good one i like i start with beowulf yeah the odyssey crime and punishment i think is a nice (laughs) start with the next murderer um yeah is the dr seuss stuff too, it's not so too sophisticated for five and six year olds, is it? I mean, uh, it rhymes. Yeah, totally. And yeah. the characters and then, have big feet. 
I would American yeah. Psycho, Brad Easton Ellis. Right. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what. This is why I don't bring materials. Shel Silverstein. Is Martin that Amos. For Shel Silverstein. He doesn't have enough pictures. Yeah. Okay. It's only one picture per poem, and I need to be able right. to like turn pages and show yeah, pictures. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Dr. Seuss. Uh, good night, Moon. Classics. That's a good one. Good night, Moon. I um, tried to find that at the library, and they didn't have it. Ferdinand it was the Bull. Out. I, I love that, that one. one. That's about the pacifist bull. That's it. Yeah, write that down. I love that one. Oh, no, I remember Ferdinand. Oh, look, Bill is using technology to yeah, write it down. Yeah. I didn't you, bring pen and paper. You, there's Siri. pen and paper right in front of you. <laughs> Siri. Um, Siri, remember this for me. Good night, moon. <laughs> I'd like, did you guys watch the, the finale? Jeff wanted to know if we watched oh, the finale. No, no, I'm, I'm three episodes from the end there. So, uh, don't yeah. so spoil we'll prepare it for yourself. Don't, don't spoil a... it because <laughs> they'll spoil it for you. Yeah. Apparently, that's the word on the street. Uh, did he, did, has anyone watched any of the new fall season? Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Brooklyn was on the air already. Yes, mm. Brooklyn Nine Nine was okay. Yeah, it was passable. Dad's 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 dad. Dads. Oh, dad's is unwatchable. That was Yay. just. I mean, it wasn't even offensive. It was just zero laughs. Like obviously, we are you know horribly insensitive, you know, offensive people that like to use that to the you know to humor humorous effect they did not do that to humorous effect in okay. that show well you saw it yeah i, I well i watched an act of it and i, 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 I watched got, i got I, bored i couldn't make it through no act. it feels like your your dad's sitcom literally like it feels from something from the 80s but <laughs> even even married with children was funny at times that was on the list of the funniest yeah but married with children took took sitcoms to another they they up the they they raise the bar on, as far as the kind of the raunch factor and you know right. the Brutal. tongue and cheek yeah 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 it was uh, the all in the family of its day yeah mm. unlike uh, perfect strangers oh cousin laddie perfect strangers <laughs> what happened to physical comedy in yeah. sitcoms Laverne and Shirley perfect strangers they used to always do these physical comedy gags were hilarious watch that be ridiculous I love Balky yeah no, I was with you Balky Bartakamus yes. I never watched that show. No? The Dance know. of Joy. Both those guys went to the Yale School of Drama. Did they really? <laughs> yes, what happened to they were Bronson Pinchot is actually a, a very gifted actor. Why doesn't yeah, he? I think he has a show, I think. Uh, like, he hosts a show on one of these, like, style networks or something He like flips that. houses. He, or, <laughs> yeah. he does. You know, he refurbishes. Really? Oh, really? Uh, what's the word? Fancy old houses. Did he just lose Victorian? the passion for acting, or did he bottom out? Or I don't know. I don't know. Let's get him on the show. Yeah, yeah. we'll get him on the show. <laughs> I'm sure he's available. I want him to redo my house. I wonder where the other one is. Where's that guy? Oh, yeah. But I didn't like him as nearly as much. No, he didn't pop like Bronson. He was just like... He didn't have a catchphrase. Cheesy, that was, Jewy guy. That, Mark was, that was sort of the end of the era of the sitcom catchphrase in America. That was What was his catchphrase? Don't be, ridi- uh, don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. Yeah, I'm kind of glad that's, that's gone. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want catchphrases you have anymore. To be yeah. yeah, I think we're we're more sophisticated. We've moved on from the the catchphrase. We have moved on to dads, which is like no catchphrases or jokes or, or believable yeah, or characters humor. or humor. Just <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's, and the continuing insistence that Giovanni. Hey, Rubisi Seth McFarlane. Seth MacFarlane walked down who here. Who has ever asserted that Giovanni Rubisi is funny? He's in comedies for fuck's sake. Like what? Comedy? Somebody's hiring him. He was on Friends Forever. Not the show Friends Forever, but the show Friends for a really long time. Just Friends. He was on the show Friends. Right. Wasn't he in The Other Sister? Repeatedly. Cracking yes, Steve was. up? He, he was. Yeah, cracking. He was cracking <laughs> wise. Anyway. 
We can take care of each other. Oh my god, I gotta see this. I still have never seen the movie. I just I saw I saw Office Space and You gotta double team it with the Gary Oldman one about midgets. Oh my oh, god. Don't even start on that's we don't have the time for I'm that. I'm gonna one. go buy an I, I was working for Oldman at the time. It was like uh wait, what are you doing? When are we uh, gonna get a remake of Under the Rainbow? Oh the yeah. musical version. That remake. I remember I saw that in the theaters that this was a, a behind the scenes mystery. The which, midget pulls the gun on Chevy Chase and yeah, puts it in his. It's penis. like about the 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 dwarves who work in on uh, at the Wizard of Oz. It's like a mystery behind the scenes of the Wizard of Oz. Uh, it, it was not the very a very good movie. That, that's that would, why it needs to be remade. Yeah, that's what you should do is remake. But see, studios don't want to remake unsuccessful films. Filmmakers do, but mm-hmm. studios don't. So they want to. They want to make Battleship Two. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> so good. Um, Twitter the movie. <laughs> it's just like 140 characters. That'd be a good short movie. Oh, well, oh, no, shit. Stre- stretched out to two hours. Oh shit! So, um, did anyone see Sleepy Hollow, the the TV series? That did got not. Uh, Is it host- a time jumping procedural or something? Yeah, yeah. It's about a. Uh, you know, I don't know. I just, from the I'm past so tired of procedure. I don't know. It's me maybe too. it's me. I'm just tired of there's a murder in Act One, and we got to and you know, just fast forward to Act Five because they're not going to let you know who the killer is until the end. I am so tired of it. How's um, that border one turning out? Which one's that? The murder on the Mexican border. Oh, the bridge. The bridge. I have not watched that. I, I watched all of uh, uh, Under the Dome, and it was just. So maddening, so terrible. Oh, really? You watched all of it. I watched all of it. It's just this is terrible. Next episode. I know yeah. <laughs> it is one of those things because isn't yeah, that know. the definition of an insanity? Yeah, <laughs> I know it's masochism. Okay. Masochism. Is what it is. Uh, a little of both. Yeah. Why don't you just not watch it? I'm not going to watch season two. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm putting, I'm my, putting foot my foot down. down. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking a stand. But I did watch the newsroom season two and enjoyed that. Except for the finale, which was terrible. Did you but, think uh, Jeff Daniels deserved the Emmy? Uh, I don't. Is he know. that good? No, he's. I mean, he's just playing a guy. You know, I don't. It's not hugely. De- <laughs> oh, okay, it's, just that's, a guy. It's not a, out. A just hugely a man demanding standing role. in front of a woman. <laughs> uh, that's a lot of. Aaron Sorkin writes lots and lots and lots and lots of words. You got to say hard. a lot of stuff. You got to like shit. There's a lot of words I got to say. I think Olivia Munn like she surprised me because I don't like her that much but i liked her in this she was very good do you think he's still being rewarded for that monologue in the pilot uh they well they he tried to create an, an another moment in the first season of the second episode uh, first second episode, episode of, of the first season uh first second, season just, just the first episode of the second season <laughs> yeah it didn't didn't work as well did not work as well uh but i am excited and about yeah, agents the, of yeah. shield tonight mm-hmm. yes that'll mm-hmm. be good um and the goldbergs or is, it, is that what it's called? Oh, no. Vey. Pass. Um, so, hard, <laughs> that's a hard pass. Yeah, I'll all give right. you a big I love George Seagal. I love all the... I loved... Uh, what's his name? Jeff Garland. Jeff Garland. I just... Does, I, I, it, it's too sticky already. Right, already with the concept. It's the hmm. 80s and... No. What else you right. got? Uh, there's Lizzie Kaplan in her oh, she sexy likes new so se- much. series. I don't think... I, I don't... <laughs> 
I don't know. Did she listen to the show? I don't know. Mm. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> if she get her on. She's been on the show. Has she? I said that earlier. <laughs> I don't I'm not listening to the show oh my while I'm on the show. All right. <laughs> All right. So everybody... I, I got Mar- I got Mark Marin in the cones. Uh, uh, cans. I like cones. <laughs> Ear cones. Here's what good. the homework is is to watch all the new series and Jesus. so that we don't have yeah. to. Fuck that. I and won't then, be here next week. No, no, no. This is for the listeners. No, but now Rotten Tomatoes talks television too, so you can oh, get a good sense of what All right. But I want to know what our bit. listeners are watching and what they like. So tweet at I don't us. I know what Lizzie Kaplan is watching. At Nooner Dan Marty. She likes. Nooner Podcast at gmail.com. And everybody here tweets uh, by their own name, except for D Jam Master yes. and Bill Twatterson. It's Twitter. Sorry. It's Twitter. Uh, so you can get us on the Twitter that way. And uh, you guys got anything to, to talk about the, uh, upcoming this week? Planned Sunday night, Sunday afternoon, actually, around 6 p.m. at the Grand Old Echo. Which uh, all summer they do hillbilly shows, free shows at the Echo. They're family friendly. Lots of kids running around. It's a really cool scene. They got bands out on the back patio oh, nice. and on the main stage. And what do you what's what are you going to be playing? Bass. No. What, what kind of music? Hillbilly music. It's a hillbilly event. Is this a Greg, but, with Greg? With the Greg Felden band. But like, what sort of songs nice. do you play? Like, is it like songs the, that Greg Felden wrote? Are they like bluegrass country or bluegrass? They're sort of Americana. Ah, oh. although we've we've uh, started rocking a little bit harder recently, which I'm enjoying. It's a fam- family show. Yeah, keep it keep it clean. It's going to be fun, uh, and it's a free show this Sunday at the Echo if you're in town, 6 p.m. Emily, when's your new play go up? Uh, end of October. Oh, and but how- don't uh, if you want. Emily O'Hara <laughs> loves Labor's Lost. You're going to see me if you want. Uh, Merlin and Midsummer are closing next weekend, so really, all of I you- haven't seen either. Yep. Can I see them both in one weekend? Yeah. Jeez, you must be tired. I'm really tired. Wow. Do you do them to you? Just, how, is, Jesus. So do you like... <laughs> how do you do it all? Yeah, it's Friday night. Do you do Merlin and then you do... What's the other one? No, we just do Merlin in one Midsummer. night. And then on Saturday, like we do... I have two shows on, I think, Saturday and then one show on Sunday. Do you do Midsummer twice or you do Merlin and Midsummer on Merlin Saturday? Merlin and Midsummer. Wow. So I could come on Saturday and see both shows. I think so. I'd have to double check. Oh, uh, the audience okay. is electrified. Um <laughs> Some James, of the audience let's talk cares. about Syria. Let's talk about Syria again, Marty, and see our numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wait, we have numbers. What James, are the numbers, James? What do you got going on this week? Um, I just finished uh, a very special hundredth episode, uh, best of clips episode of uh, Ben Glebe's podcast last week on Earth, which How is long also did on that podcast. Jesus, <laughs> so long. So fucking long over. It felt, I guess, sixteen hours or so. Jesus. Yeah, and and there's. I'm doing three parts, so that was just part one that I. Oh, nice. Together, so. so people look out for that. That's coming. That should be uh, up tomorrow. All right. Good to know, Steve. Mm-hmm. I'm erasing all the rape jokes off my computer. I've been writing all week. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, 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 now they're they're, they're not evergreen. I thought they were, but they're out in I the thought rape, I thought rape was funny. No, no, nope, never. I was, I was rarely funny. Rarely funny. <laughs> uh, all right. So everybody, uh, jokes get, about rape jokes are funny. Jokes about rape jokes are hilarious. Uh, get your emails in. Get in the sack. Join us in the sack. <laughs> there it is. And we will see you next Tuesday. Yo. <laughs> 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 <
This has been a production of Smodcast Internet Radio.